0: And we're live. Okay, cool. So, drunk Bowering, episode eighteen. Um, yeah.
1: Wow, you're an incredible host, Cass. I can't even imagine what we would do without you. Like, if you just didn't carry the conversation like you're currently doing,
2: would mm-hmm. <laughs> be the opening. <laughs> I, I was try- I was I I just couldn't decide if, like, you were going
0: for that as the actual opening. No, I say you stick <laughs> with not.
1: it. Yeah, he's fucking going. We're going right now. We're live. Oh, so, yeah, we're
0: coming in hot. All right, fair enough. Episode 18. Um, <laughs> make it snappy. I'm drinking tropical daydreams. It's a double dry hop sour. It's crisp. It's tropical. And it's tart. And, ah, oh, fuck, okay. It's not as high in alcohol as I was hoping, but, you know, 5.3 is... All
1: right. Well, I mean, I could definitely beat you there. Yeah. But I'm just surprised you went with yourself first. You never go with yourself first.
0: Well, you know, we're making us snappy. I didn't have time to dilly-dally with you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah we,
1: You can't, we, we, can't fuck around with what we we're did. drinking <laughs> tonight. All right, yeah, now into Valorant. Your, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Chase, I'm going to let you go next because I think I'm probably going to one-up you as well. So,
0: go ahead.
1: Oh, oh, okay, okay. So, I mean, I'm currently drinking... I'm tired. The uh, the Fieldhouse Dark Sour, which I've had a bunch of times before. I just don't know if I've ever had it on the podcast. Cass and I were kind of discussing at the liquor store about 10 minutes ago what um, what I had tried and what I hadn't. But the Dark Sour is a blackberry and blueberry sour, and it is a solid 10%. So
2: Oh, man, unfortunate. You got me.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is probably the heaviest beer I've ever drank. And it's fucking delicious, but I'm also wasted right now, right? I just <laughs> I went out for drinks with uh, with my girlfriend and some of her friends, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we we had a few drinks. So um, Cash just came and picked me up before he had cracked into his beers. Um, I see. Because there was no way I was I was coming home.
0: Yeah. Had you otherwise. called me like five minutes later, you might have had to take the bus.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's rough because you know we needed to start this at a at a time and I was not going to make it home at that time. <laughs> the bus was yes. not coming for another like half an hour.
2: Well, as for myself, I'm very excited to try this. I haven't cracked it yet. This is the heavy seas. Well, what you uh, fucking waiting for? Because I, because I wanted to, to get the reaction on the podcast. I'm so excited for it. I didn't want to, you know, go in and be like, Oh, well, this is what it is. I want to get you guys the most fresh take. So this is the, uh, uh, heavy seas, uh, flying, uh, yeah, Heavy Seas, Impending Doom, uh, which is their series of like experimental beers. This particular one is a hazy double IPA, 9.5%. Oh,
1: okay. We were close.
2: Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't round there? Are you sure it wasn't like a...
1: I will I will put it up to the camera so you can confirm, although my hammer is okay, very I'm, hazy. Okay,
2: I'm pretty sure, I'm <laughs> just like my beer, I'm pretty sure that uh, they rounded before they printed the labels. So, oh, you know, okay. Yeah. yeah. It says 10% yeah, let's, let's on it. See, but, let's see. Yeah. That is good. Oh wow, that is really good. It has some bite to it, but it's like also sort of light. I don't know. It's it's really good. What what's the what's the fruit on it? I didn't see. I didn't see it just there. Well, okay, I saw it earlier. Well, in the, store. the
1: the can just says Doom across the front, which I think is impending cool. doom. Impending yeah. doom. But yeah. like Doom is in really big letters. Impending's a little bit smaller. Um, yeah. And then there's a skull underneath it, which is dope. And yep. I mean, just the doom. It reminds me of, uh, you know, MF Doom, rest in peace. So yeah, that, that's why that's why I'm liking it.
2: Very cool. I'm liking it because of the flavor. This is this is probably one of my favorite beers. Mm. Like this is the best. This is the best beer I've had on the podcast this year.
0: I'm telling you right now. It does does sound pretty good. You guys don't know Metal Face uh-huh. Doom.
1: What, what what's up with this? Uh, no no one reacted I to adult, my to I my adult. comment. Okay, okay. Like, <laughs> I'm I know. sorry.
0: I know of him. That's about so you, it. See, so see, Chase.
2: When you said that, I was I had to take a minute to think. Is like MF another way to say like like MS Doom? And he's talking about like like MS DOS Doom, like the first Doom video game on like Windows platforms. Like I was like, no, I think he's talking about a person. I don't know who the person is. No, no. So the so gears were turning.
1: MF, MF Doom is like I don't know. He's typically described as your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Ooh, ooh. Right, he inspired a lot of people. He's got some really good songs. Um, but oh. yeah, he's on the way I figured out about it or found out about him is um through like a bunch of Gorillaz songs. He, okay. he like features on a couple of them. Um, but yeah, he he's really good and he unfortunately passed away last year, but uh, so he came back into the limelight after he passed away, as most people do, but.
2: Got it. Well, I'll yeah. check him out after the podcast. Or during, if it gets boring.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah like most games of well, Valorant that Alex plays.
2: I don't think Does he get bored with off. Valorant?
1: He gets bored b- playing with us with a bunch of fucking silvers, so he, uh, he oh, oh, true. typically just plays with music in the whole time. Oh,
2: yes, yes, you're right, you're right. And then we're like, how did you not hear that person? He's like, well, you know, over the music the footsteps are pretty tough <laughs> to hear. And we can't say anything because he's still top fragging by a mile. Yep.
0: So, that being said, the first topic of the day here is it's, it's going to be a spicy one. I don't think you're going to be uh, be bored about this one. Um, now, a few listeners out there, this is actually quite a loaded topic. Um, Indeed, into, it is. Uh, I got know it. Is a just heated, from the... heated debate last night over this. So the overarching topic here is who should take Spike.
3: Hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. But,
0: Yep. To get a bit more specific, this is mostly a dig at me, because I don't want to take it. Um, and one of the other guys who play with, Tony, is constantly trying to get me to take Spike, probably because he thinks it's hilarious. Um,
1: well, he just really doesn't want to take Spike, but yeah, I, it's mostly a dig at Tony, but I guess also a dig okay. at you.
3: So,
0: <laughs> um, but okay, but here's the thing. So, background information here: we're not playing a very meta team comp. We're on fracture. We got Triple Duelist in Jet, Raise, Yoru, and then you've got, like, Duelist 3.5 in me playing Chamber, and then we've got K.O. Um, so you so have, you have team Jet,
1: Raise, Yoru, Chamber, K.O. There. Oh,
2: yeah, wow, the, you guys are getting on top. the site. Yeah, <laughs> and to, um, write, to write a little more context, this was also a topic in the previous game in which our team comp was, um, let me see if I can remember. It was, it was Chamber, Omen, Yoru, Jet, Raise. I think
0: Raise, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah.
0: Right. So the only that difference was the was the is other the game problem. before we had an Omen instead of a KO. Um, and then the game before the- we had a reasonable comp. <laughs> Frasier, Wait, no, 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 no! These are
1: both completely unreasonable comps. What the fuck?
2: <laughs> I mean, in in ranked, I feel like the. I mean, the, at the least you have smokes. The map. In, in the first one, yeah, at least one. we had smokes in the first one. Like, uh, uh, Jet no raised, smokes. Chamber on, I uh, sorry, Yoru Chamber on Ascent, which is the map we was. I feel like it was a good comp. I mean, obviously you'd want the Sova, but like you know. We made, we what? kind of made it work until our Jets' uh, parents disconnected their internet in the middle of the game. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he was like, guys, my parents might be about to cut my internet. I'm sorry. And then sure enough, AFK. We actually, like
0: yeah, we got kind of rolled on our attack, interestingly enough, seeing as how we have three fucking duelists. Um, but then we're actually bringing it back on defense. Yeah. And then Yeah, we interestingly enough,
2: uh, in that, uh, you know cast refused to take spike so often spike was way behind us and i had sight and spike was nowhere to be found which brings us to our conversation topic of today
0: i was on okay well you guys were pushing like a main right on a sack mm-hmm. i'm fucking pushing b the icebox fucking clearing that site i'm nowhere near you guys why should i have spike i'm by myself okay I think the so i, question I, is I why am... are you on a different map <laughs> 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 Instead of with the team like back over
1: so here i don't know if that's in range but here's here's the deal i'm thinking about it right now and i'm like when i wasn't in either of these games but i hopped into chat at the end of the second game and you guys were all fucking arguing about this right and my initial thoughts is i was like you told me the team comp i was like you know what ko should
2: have spike here right talking about the second game on fracture yeah
1: yeah yeah on fracture um ko should have spike here you have three duelists you have chamber you have ko K.O. should have the spike, you know. He's the initiator, he flashes in for you guys. Get in there, plant the spike. Whatever. But now I'm thinking, you have fucking three duelists. There's no reason that you need all of them to be taking space on the same site. But, they all can take space on the site, because that's the fucking job of a duelist. So, whoever your third duelist is, if that makes sense, should have the spike. Because you have, you have entry duelist, you have secondary duelist, and whoever that remaining, remaining person is, that's into site third, should have the spike.
2: Now, counterpoint on that there, Chase, um, my, my thought on this is that obviously if you have, you know, really good team coordination and you can work out, you know, who's first, second, and third into site, then I can, I can see where that strategy could be a very good one. However, I think the strength of the in ranked, especially at our ELO, of the triple duelist comp is your ability to just force your way onto site.
1: Exactly. And so when those you're, when three you're doing are forcing that, your way onto site. Those three but, are taking that space, and one of them should have the spike to get it down when you have it.
0: I think he's saying we don't have the coordination to figure out who's going in first, who's going in second, who's going in third. It's kind of just like, all right, I'm ready to go.
1: Okay, so you have Jed, Raze and then you so know, Jet, Rays, and, and, I, who? and Yoru. Well, I
0: wasn't quite Yoru. Yeah, but your,
1: what I was going to say head
2: on top head. of that is that the thing is, if we're pushing into site and we are basically with three duelists, there is no reason we should not get site control. And
0: mm-hmm. if we get
2: early site control, then Cass lurking way the fuck over on the other site is of minimal utility because he's not he might not even be to the site by the time we're fully planted and set up. He might actually be so far behind the enemy team rotating that he's not even going to be an impact in the round. So, like, in that team comp, I think there's a real reason for Cass to follow us duelists in, get the spike down, set up his traps protecting spike, set up his okay. TPs so that he get, he can go between different parts of the site, and there we go. We have a lightning you're, execute, and we have our sentinel locking down the site okay. instead of lurking. In no, but your sentinel easily.
1: should lock down the flank there, like, where the, the trap should be set up on the flank. If you're taking site one, that, one, fast, one that fast, that means you, that you don't have... Control of the. We other don't have site. any other map
0: control. Yeah, true. But, mean, mean, but also, I, we are playing okay, but we're also playing on fracture, in which flanks are rather common. And actually, I have oh, okay, a okay. list of arguments for why I should not have had spike in this game. All okay, right? sorry. To be honest, okay, okay. Here's
2: the thing. In my mind, the game that the game where I was more uh thinking cash should take the spike was the previous game on Ascent. Uh, because there were rounds where we had Sight and didn't have the Spike there, and if Cass would have taken Spike, we would have won the round. On Fracture, we had such a weird team comp to begin with, and we had multiple Smurfs on our team, me and Boof. So like that game, we were just rolling the other team, and like the, the discussion of who has Spike was kind of a meme more than anything. So I don't really care about the Fracture game as much as the Ascent, because the Ascent one was on my main,
0: and I'm trying to get to Plat.
2: <laughs> okay. um,
0: well, I didn't so, but run... anyway. Okay, I didn't run the numbers on the Ascent game. Mm-hmm. I can go back and do that later. But basically, number one, I play highly aggressively, and I take duels with my ability to TP out. Now, that being said, Chamber's TP sometimes will fuck you in the ass, and when you hit TP to get out, you will just die. So, True. I, but like, regardless, at the beginning of a round when barriers drop, I am always looking for a duel. Therefore, I should not have Spike, because if I die and I drop it, the enemy team will know where it is. Number two, if I am not doing that, I am often either lurking or holding flank for a push. On top of that, like because of the way Chamber's kit works, I'm somewhat forced to play around where, where I've placed my TP anchors down. And if I don't do that, I'm sacrificing a huge part of my kit. And because of that, I am often, like, there are many rounds where me playing effectively means I never touch sight. Like, th- there are a number of rounds that I can do exactly what my job is for this given scenario without ever having set foot on site.
1: I agree. I don't, I don't think you should have spike.
0: And, and having the spike would force me to play very differently from the way in which I am used to playing. Alright? Next. In now, this is the game that I ran the stats on, being the game on Fracture. I finished with like a four hundred and twenty average combat score. I was over triple positive, and by far and away match MVP. I am not fucking picking up Spike in that scenario.
1: See, <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, I don't think necessarily that your Sentinel should have Spike.
0: Right, and to get back to the overarching topic of who should take Spike,
1: unless they're I think dry. that.
0: Okay, well, the reason why I think you see Sage and Killjoy, who are other Sentinels, often taking Spike, is because they have really high-priority ult that benefit the entire team. Chambers ult, while I do think is pretty strong, does not benefit the rest of the team.
2: Well, in terms of and benefiting so, the rest of the team, specifically what you're referring to is it requires you know, the team to play around the ult in a specific way. So you have to be with your team. I'm actually I'm agreeing with you. Just oh, adding some yeah. nuance to what okay. you're saying.
0: right. But like I I would say that like I as Chamber do not have a high priority alt that like like I should not be the one farming alt orbs and like alt points outside of kills. Um, like like especially versus like the the other person here who probably should have taken Spike in our team was Tony playing KO. Hayos alt is something that you probably should be farming alt orbs for, especially on attack. That is much more valuable than me having my AWP up. And because you get the extra alt point for planting spike, it makes sense for those characters to be carrying it and trying to get as much or like as many spike plants as possible. Okay, so all, uh,
1: that is off, a consideration, off. you're right. But I don't think that that's the main reason that Killjoy and Sage typically have spike. And I I think that it's because Killjoy and Sage are sentinels, but they're they have a usefulness when it comes to literally planting the spike. Right? Like Sage can wall off her spike plant area, which is where she's used like where she uses her wall most commonly. Um, on attack, is in order to wall off the area so it's safe to plant. And so, that's why Sage is typically given Spike. So that she can do that, and then plant the Spike, and she's right there. Right? And Killjoy is typically given Spike because she can plant the Spike, drop all of her utility on the Spike, and then play back for the rest of the round. I, like, Chamber and uh and cypher don't have the same um sentinel abilities that help with the actual defuse or planting of the spike so that's where that's where i see the difference here is that like if you're playing chamber if you're playing cypher your job is more like watching the flank with that utility or i mean obviously they're very different characters um
3: yeah, but, but they're still, glorified but there's flank there's watchers.
1: not, yeah. They're glorified flank watch with the like, uh, I don't know, whatever the fuck the chamber
0: trade trademarks and trip wires.
1: Yeah, trademarks and and trap wires. Um,
0: is it trap wires? Not it's trip trap
1: wires. wires. Oh my god. <laughs> um,
2: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so those are the those are the uh, the flank watch, but they don't have other utility that specifically help with spike. The other two do. Uh, and so that's why I think that there's a difference there between what sentinel you're playing and whether or not they should have spike or not.
0: Mm-hmm. And also, two of my abilities are literally guns. If I'm planting spike, I can't use those. Um. Okay, also, I went and I looked over pro
3: teams that had a chamber on them to see how often on attack... The Chamber carried Spike. On Fracture or just in general? Just in general.
0: I believe one of the games was on Fracture. Um, But out of the three games that I looked through, admittedly, two of them were yay playing Chamber, which, you know, he's kind of yay, so, like, you let the dude do what he wants to do. But on the three games that I looked through, there was a single round in which Chamber took Spike. But what was their and team comp? The Who was episode?
1: taking Spike?
0: Probably an Astra or a Viper. Probably.
1: See, okay, this is the difference. Is I don't think of the controllers, Astra oh, or actually, Viper, no, no, no. should take um, Spike. Okay, Brim on, and Omen on, should.
0: On Haven, on the Haven game that I watched, uh, Breach had Spike. Okay, makes sense.
1: Round. I think Initiator um, should have Spike most often.
0: Yeah, Perhaps here's Perhaps not Sova, but the other initiators. Yeah, yet. other
1: initiators, but not Sova.
2: Here's the thing. Part of me is really wanting to just critique Cass for using a teeny sample size for his statistical analysis. I, which... I didn't
0: have I didn't have that much fucking time. What do you want from me? I got back oh, from work like all of, an hour all and of a half ago. Night.
2: All of last night when we were in chat, I was like, oh, I was hearing, oh boy, I'm running some numbers. I'm doing some calculus. (laughs) No, no, no. I was expecting a lot more than I looked at three games, two of which had yay on the team and discovered how few they carried. I
0: ran a bunch of, I ran a bunch of numbers for that, uh, or for like. (laughs) What numbers are you running? No, 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 no. For like my personal performance in that fracture game, which you then went on to say that you didn't really give a shit about. You ran the numbers, meaning
1: Valorant calculated the numbers yes
0: years. okay Valorant, i looked through the timeline and added things up with little tally marks on a receipt <laughs> hey you know i mean that's you know, nice you don't even
1: need a pencil for that because you can just make a mark with your fingernail on a receipt that's pretty dope
2: oh fuck yeah I used the pen. no I'm yeah you know you know what they they said back in the navy the uh the people who max out at like You know, uh, first lieutenant, uh, captain, those are the people who work really hard at everything, even when they don't need to. The people who really ascend through the ranks are the people who are, you know, lazy enough that they learn the shortcuts for everything. Those are the people who really make it to the top. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't fault using the tools you have available to you, Cass. But the reason why I'm being so agreeable towards you here is because... um, you know, I want to be very clear about what my position is. It's a fairly nuanced one, and I feel the need to defend it staunchly since this is a 2v1 at this point. I, don't th- I definitely don't think that Chamber is the optimal character to take the spike across team comps, and I don't think that even in the games that we mentioned, Cass should have had the spike every round. Because, like Cass said, the value of Chamber as a lurker, the value of Chamber in taking those initial aggressive duels is incredibly significant. So... Yeah, I just want to be very clear what my position is here. Um but I also want to provide a little perspective as well. That I play I used to before the Yorubuffs, I used to play a ton of Killjoy on Haven. And as Killjoy on Haven, unless unless someone was, you know, eagerly taking the spike, I would very often be the designated spike carrier. And that made sense for my role as as Chase elaborated. But that didn't preclude me necessarily from taking aggressive peaks or supporting my team in getting to the site because if we're if we're going for an a hit uh my role at the beginning of the round before we've taken sight is to watch the flank right so what i would often do is i would drop spike ideally before the round starts so that there's it's not possible to hear it uh behind me uh in like behind mid-window and then i would take that mid-window peak if i was feeling good and then after that at that point i could determine oh has my team has my team successfully uh, pushed onto site, and if so, you know, grab the spike, book it there. I full sprint up into site while my team is working out the remaining site control plant, and then I go back and uh hopefully I plays my turret and stuff on the way. And now I've I've done both. That I think what you're leaving out of your analysis, Cass, is that it is perfectly fine for you to drop the spike with the goal of retrieving it later, or your team can come pick it up if you die on that aggressive peak. But you know, you... on
0: go ahead, like, okay. Uh, on ascent, yeah. most rounds on offense, I took mid, right? I would take yeah. that initial duel, and assuming I don't immediately die, either peeking arches or tree, I would take mid. Having spike down in mid, very unideal. And if I have to go back and collect spike afterwards, then the control I took in mid isn't super fucking valuable.
1: Well, he's saying like advantage- you don't even have spike on you.
0: Yeah, huh? right. Which, no, no, I know.
1: Which is fine. Okay. But like this is – that's kind of a different point, which is –
0: I'm saying if I have to go back and collect Spike in that scenario, like it makes that position that I'm holding that much less valuable. Right. That's that's the thing. I don't think you should have to go back and collect Spike because here's the thing. Consider
2: these are these are two possibilities. One possibility... If I'm not going back to collect Spike, then someone else has to fucking go do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. So the, the point is, you so take mid... the point mid.
0: is, I shouldn't have Spike.
2: No, 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 no. My point is this. We're on ascent, right? We're set up for a... Let's say we're set up for an A hit. You take, you take Spike initially, but then drop it, and then you peak mid. You take mid. You kill two people in mid, and now you have free reign to push into mid and go wherever you want. Now, at that point, while you've been doing that, one of two things has happened. One, the push towards A has stalled out, when it comes to, you know, the duelists and everyone else on the team um, at, at that point, if the push is stalled, it's no problem for someone else to go back and grab the spike for the rotate to be while you're pushing deep into mid or on the other hand, you know, we've taken sight. And then at that point, there's no problem for either you or anyone else to go back and get the spike. Whether if you, <clears throat> if you're getting the the, the spike if you've killed two people in mid, just the fact that you've killed them in mid is enough to make the other team very cautious about that, and you've already gained a substantial advantage by them saying, "Oh my God, there's a demon chamber who's killed two of us in mid, but more likely it's someone else and as long as you're calming that with your team, if someone's on spike and has and has sight control and someone else goes sorry, someone has sight and has sight control and someone else goes back for the spike, then the person on site can say." Oh shit! I'm getting pushed by two people. Just go to the other site, or the other two people. Um, I've killed one of them, and the other one's nowhere to be seen. Come back with Spike. So, like, I, th- well, I think I think wish... you're viewing this as like an unsolvable problem. When I think, no no, fact, I, I think but I'm it's... saying,
0: at which point in this scenario do I have Spike? None. You you have Spike for the start of the round, and then while you, you, you guys are Spike... pushing. while you guys are pushing A. Yeah. If you guys are pushing A, I'm going to be. Okay, B-Link. so you
1: you transport Spike from spawn to <coughs> a a link.
0: But well, I'm okay, going B so link. If you okay, guys are so we, pushing A,
2: we looked at the best and the worst case scenarios here. Right? No, you yeah, he
1: was saying that you that you take Top Cat,
2: I believe.
0: But I wouldn't take Top Cat if you guys are pushing A. Why not? I'd take B links. Take the dual tree so that hopefully I can get into tree.
1: Why wouldn't you take the uh, the dual arches from Top
0: Cat? Because if you guys are pushing A, I would much rather be pushing for B-Link. But then you have to cross arches, though. Yeah. If you're pushing into yeah. tree. Well, but I can take the duel in tree, figure out, number one, if somebody is playing tree. Or if they're, like, Well, the like,
1: scenario okay, was you got, got two kills me. in mid, which I'm assuming yeah, are so tree Yeah, so I probably arches. killed
0: both the person tree and
2: the person arches in yeah. that scenario. So you're right, in the same okay, position. And, that's, and that comes down sure. to what I said before, which is that I don't think you should have the spike even in that Ascent game. I'm not saying you should have had the spike every round. Like, if you decide you want to play tree while we're pushing A, obviously you shouldn't have the spike. But I but I also think that given the fact that there were three duelists, none of whom should have had spike, and an Omen who can play aggressively and honestly should have been taking the spike some rounds when he wasn't, you taking the spike in some of those rounds would have been far preferable to you just flat out refusing to change your play style to do so. And as such, the spike was just, you know, in random places that were uh, ruining the rounds.
1: Okay, so here's what I'm That's thinking. That's what my point is. What, what your point hinges yeah. on is that the spike is down before the round starts. And yes, I think the main point here is that people should be willing to, you know, grab that spike, put it in an area where anybody might be able to get it and then take your duels without having Spike in hand. And that does not happen very often in our ranked games, right? That is not a scenario that happens a ton. Oftentimes, as like Brim or something, I'll take the Spike, and before I take an opening duel, I will drop it in front of me, right? A little bit like undercover so that, say, I die in this opening duel, somebody else can retrieve it without having to peek anything. But then Mm -hmm. somebody else will come and be like, oh, Spike's on the ground, let me pick that shit up. I'm like, no, that's literally the opposite of what I'm trying to do right now. Like, I specifically put it there so that I can take this duel. If I win it, I can grab Spike and rotate back to it with, with everybody else. Or if I die, somebody can retrieve Spike without having to peek the angle that I just lost a duel at. Right?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I, I've experienced the same thing. But if someone else is grabbing Spike, then that negates the problem of, no one having Spike. <laughs> it doesn't
1: negate the problem because it still might be the wrong person having Spike. I believe that I should yeah. be the right person having Spike. Right,
2: right, right. right as it, a Brimstone. actually negates the problem. There are two problems, and that's, that's the lesser of the two evils, but still an evil.
1: Right, like, yeah. as, as a Brimstone, I should be the one having Spike in, I mean, depending on the team comp, but in this certain scenario that I'm talking about, say I'm the one that should have Spike, and the raise comes and picks it up because I dropped it on the ground, I'm like, well, you're not definitely not the one that's supposed to have spike. So, yeah,
2: yeah, I, I like know. that's
1: what I'm saying is that I feel like your point hinges a lot more on on the fact that like people are agreeing somewhere. that that the spike can be left there for a second, but typically in our ranked games, that's not what happens. People think, oh, we need to have spike on us at all well, times.
2: It, well, it, that's it's, part part of the way to mitigate that, which I often do is uh, if I'm playing, for example, Killjoy on Haven. Well, yes, that works uh, sometimes, but I have even had cases where my teammates still take it anyway. <laughs> like, their monkey brain just kicks in, I think. But anyway, like, what I often do is I don't drop it till like, the last second before the round starts. And then at that point, very often people don't notice it. Rather than dropping it, you know, right when I get into position. um, and And that helps. <laughs> I mean, it's just playing
1: around people at that point. But, like, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Um, right, right. But I, I think that also, people should understand more, like, if somebody takes Spike and they drop it in an area, don't pick that up unless they ask you to.
2: Yeah, they should. They oh. should.
1: Or unless, like, they're exp- if they're a character, like, oh, like, it, it really depends on the circumstance. If Jet takes the Spike and brings it up to, to the barrier and then drops it. Yeah. You Everyone can take, You that. can then take the spike. You somebody else should grab that.
0: It's their way of coming Hey, I'm going here. Somebody come with yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's that's right. their
1: way of doing that because they probably don't have comms or they're not going to fucking use them. So it, it it's very circumstantial. But if somebody else comes up and like if a killjoy comes up and grabs the spike and then drops it somewhere, don't fucking grab that. Like, just just leave it there, because it's best out of sight in a safe place. Don't grab it until the killjoy dies, because if the killjoy doesn't die, they might get a pick, and then come grab the spike and plant it.
0: Also, let me be clear. At the beginning of the round, right when you spawn in, my bunny hops over the spike. Chef's kiss. Fucking immaculate. Like I am so good at dodging that shit.
1: The the funny thing is that is I'm, I'm very proud of the distance at which I can pick the spike up from.
0: Ooh,
2: you can snipe that.
1: Because they're, like you don't have to be on top of the spike. This is the one thing that a lot of people don't realize, and it really pisses me off, is you don't have to run over the spike to get it.
2: Yeah, not a Roomba.
1: You can press F to to grab the spike, and people do not understand that. So, like, oftentimes...
0: The range is... The range is so finicky, though, because there are times when, like, somebody dies with Spike and it's out in the open, and I'm, like, kind of behind an angle, and I don't want to peek it. Like
1: 90, 90% there. of the time, you can grab it without Yeah, but I'm, like, angle.
0: I'll be looking down at it, and I'll be fucking jamming the F key on my keyboard to the point where, like, it's about a break, and it's, like... Yes, I, work.
2: There, are two, there are two things at play here. One is that uh, I don't trust your keyboard. <laughs> it may be that you're <laughs> pressing the key and the press is not registering. <laughs> I don't trust my keyboard
0: either. Don't worry.
2: Uh, and the second thing is I think you've spent so much time practicing bunny hopping over the spike. You haven't learned the fine art of picking up the spike like Chase described. And so you're just not familiar enough with the range, even if your keyboard is having a good day.
1: But God, does it piss me off when people are coming through and like, you know, someone died while peeking an angle? and they drop the spike there because they had the spike. And then someone ha- feels like they have to run into the angle
3: to, yeah, to
1: pick up the spike. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to grab it and get out, and then they immediately get one one tapped and die. Like, that pisses me off so much because I'm like, you could have stood where nobody could fucking see you, hit the key F, and then you would have spike and get out of there. Like, you just were yeah. so impatient that you were like, yeah. I'm going to run over it.
0: That That thing's way more relevant for me when I'm trying to, like, Like, I'll... It's an eco round. So I got my headhunter out. I get that one tap. I probably don't. It probably took me about four shots, but, like, we'll call it one. Either way, the other person's dead. I'm trying to go recollect that rifle, and it's so infuriating sometimes. Like, I'm like, I feel like I should be close enough to just, like, tap F and grab that rifle. And, like... It's, like, just far away enough from the angle that, like, I'd have to expose myself to grab it.
1: See, is the range different? Is the range on picking up a gun or picking up the spike different?
0: I'd assume it's the same. See,
1: I would would, maybe, but, like, in my head, I feel like picking up the spike is slightly larger radius than picking up a gun.
0: I, I just feel like that wouldn't be something separately coded into the game, if that makes sense. Exactly. Like, like probably- So,
1: like, logically thinking, I'm more along your lines of it's yeah, probably yeah. the exact same distance. I'm but in my logically. head when I'm thinking about it, maybe it's just because it, there's a lot more scenarios where I'm picking up spike than picking up gun.
0: Well, I also don't know if the hitbox of either the spike or the gun, that could play a role in that perhaps the hitbox of the gun, you know, it being more More, uh, rectangular rather than circular like maybe if it's facing if the gun happens to fall in the wrong orientation and like the hitbox is just you know weird then it might be hard for you to pick up whereas the spike is kind of like a fucking circle on the ground somewhere and so like Picking it up from anywhere is kind of the same. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass at this point. Yeah, I was going to say we've we've uh,
2: done the classic drunk Valorant pivot into speculating about things that we know nothing about whatsoever.
1: <laughs> Isn't that what we're um, defined by at this point?
2: <laughs> I think so. But if we could bring it back around to the idea of who should have Spike in a team comp, which was the initial topic. Mm-hmm. I guess what, what my case is, is that if you have in ranked, obviously pro play can be a bit different because, you know, you have a lot more team coordination, but if in ranked, oh, you theoretically. have theoretically, theoretically yes. Uh, you know, watching hundred thieves play, it's, uh, questionable whether they have more, uh, team coordination than I face in ranked. But anyway, um, <laughs> the, that's, that's a burn to my own team. I'll admit it. Um, but if you have a team comp where every, every agent besides the chamber, it has a somewhat aggressive kit and they want to use that aggressively. Then I think it makes sense for the Chamber to, instead of leaning into the things the Chamber likes best to do, you know, to support the team, because your utility is still pretty damn good in supporting the team, and take Spike. Not that you have to have it every round, but that you need to consider doing it. You know, maybe half the rounds.
0: Okay, but also, that's, let's, that's what let's look at this, is. right? Like, yeah. in this game here, where we got, okay, three duelists on the team. Yeah. Duelists are typically uh, the no-go in terms of Spike, right? I think oh. we can all
1: okay, generally
0: like... agree on that.
1: Here's how As I want to do As a general this.
0: rule of thumb, duelists don't often take Spike. That's fine. True. Okay, so now we're looking between me and Tony. Okay? Tony being the KO in this situation. So KO okay. v. Chamber. Okay, well, actually, wait. no, it's more me v. Tony for my argument here. Tony's a weenie.
1: Yeah, I know. The, you're, you're getting Tony's too much... The
0: fucking, you're Tony's getting too much into our specific
1: tools. team comps. So, here's how here's how I'm thinking of okay. this. All Is all there right. are 18 agents weeniest, in Valorant.
0: Yeah, right? the weeniest player on the team should take the spike.
1: Oh, man. The person
0: with the least confidence in dry-peaking angles... I, I guess you don't have to dry-peak. The person with the least confidence... Just taking a fucking duel and taking space should take the spike. False. And let me tell you, my ego is fucking massive. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna. Have that to person is not going to be me. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: There, okay, there's there's a balance here because the weeniest person by Cass's words is not the person that should take Spike because they're never going to be on fucking sight.
0: We'll eventually after your team's like, okay, cool. There are three of us on site.
1: That's too late.
0: I got it's CT. too late to
1: have Spike down.
0: Well, I, I will say, Cass, I think that, you know,
2: confidence isn't everything because I don't think Tony lacks confidence when he's playing KO. I think he lacks skill and execution. Like, I don't see Tony, like, lacking. I don't see T- Tony just, like, chilling in spawn, shitting his pants, wondering if a flagger is going to come. He's usually with the team. He's just usually not aiming in the correct direction of the enemies.
0: I'm saying, like, honestly, when it comes to duels, I think Tony, for, like, what his rank is and what his skill is, his aim and duel-taking capabilities is fine. Yeah, I agree. every once in a while when I'm dead and I'm spectating him, he drops a gem and it surprises the hell out of me. But Yeah,
1: yeah like when he bet you $2 time, if that he would top-rank.
0: No, he bet me $2 he'd have a higher ACS than me. Yeah, uh, and he, he didn't. It was but surprisingly it, close. It was the best it I've was. ever seen him play. Yeah, it's surprisingly close. I was like, like, "Damn, Tony, um, we gotta,
1: you gotta put more money on this shit more often because you are (laughs) playing well." Like, holy shit! Um,
0: But either way, like I see him in like in scenarios when like I'm dead and I'm watching him like like retake, or maybe he was the other person on site and now I'm spectating him, and he's just fucking hiding in a corner. Okay, well, it's like, dude, you got you got full utility, fucking. Right-click pop flash, peek out, take a duel.
2: Well, okay, so to be fair, we're kind of discussing two different things, where yeah. on the one hand, Tony plays two very different characters, and he does, to his credit, play them very differently. That when he's playing Cypher, he does very much play extremely passively, for better and for worse, and in that case, I would be hard-pressed to disagree that he should have Spike. I mean, obviously, if we're on attack and he's playing Cypher, he should have Spike over you as Chamber. And over if Chamber, Cipher. Sure. And if there's a cipher and a chamber in the same team comp, then I mean, who else would there be to take Spike? So that would be Tony, <laughs> like every time. I don't see a scenario in which you as Chamber should be taking Spike
0: there. Well, we have, okay, I mean, possibly
1: your 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 controller. That's what I would
2: say.
0: I, I'm I'm thinking if, if we have if if we have a cipher and a chamber in the team comp, we're probably on split. Yeah. Um.
1: And your Breach might take Spike.
0: And we probably don't have triple Duelist as the other three. I mean, hopefully now, not. That would be kind of a throw. <laughs> obviously, we're in a scenario here where you've gotten back into the habit of insta-locking Yoru, which is fine. I'm not going to criticize you for that. I pretty much insta lock Chamber or Jet. Um, I'm the last person who's going to give anybody shit for insta-locking something. But... It just means that, like, as of recently, because you are now picking a lot of Yoru instead of, well, filling, as you had been doing prior to the Yoru buff, Yeah. we now have some more scuffed team comps. Which is fine. We're at a low enough ELO. Not a big fucking deal. Like, mm-hmm. we don't, we're not throwing games from the agent select screen. Because the right. number of times that I think we are, and I'm like, oh, fuck, we've got no smokes. And then we spawn in, and I look at the other team's team comp, and I'm like, oh, they got no smokes either. Cool. Right, sure. right. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, and like, I remember we're, you we're, saying, we're, Cass, even up into gold, like, an act or two ago, you were saying you also noticed a surprising number of no-smoke team comps.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, that's fuck. that's I've becoming having... less.
1: It's becoming yeah, okay. less in this and, patch. Yeah, but...
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, like, right... Actually, I'm not sure if it was right before or right after this new patch came out, but I've been having to fill Duel list. Which, like, mind-boggling. Like, actually fucking mind-boggling.
1: Yeah, but, when like, you I'm have to pick Jet, comp. because
0: yeah, when Chamber's not even locked. Comp. No, but, like, I'm looking at a Team Comp, and it's like, okay, cool. Like, I've been hovering Chamber since the start. And then it's like, oh, we've got a Killjoy, and a Sage, and a Viper, and a fuck, maybe a Sova. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, but then I'm like, well oh, shit, who's the entry? And then yeah. I gotta go jet.
2: Yeah, it's it's almost like what I said several podcasts ago was spot on, that if they fix the controllers to make them, you know, actually workable beyond Astra and Viper, that you don't need to add the RR bonus. People are gonna want to play the controllers and Sentinels as well. It's
0: almost like I said... I you called did, it.
1: You did say that, yeah. Although I did mm-hmm. like the RR bonus because I play controller a lot, so I'm going to take that. <laughs> I still
0: think they should have an RR bonus. Right? <laughs> Fuck, not having a controller in a game it sucks.
1: Okay, <laughs> so here's here's what I was, was trying to say like ten minutes ago that that I was mm-hmm. talked over during, but here's how I think that it should work for for Spike. So there's a there's a ranking. There's a fucking tier list here. Yeah. Right. Where you have. 18 agents, right?
2: hmm
1: Yeah. There's a ranking of who should take the spike. And if you, like, you know, it might not be number one, but, you know, maybe, maybe you're, if you even have, like, a fucking, you know, maybe your rankings are number, like, 18, 17, 16, 12, but 12 should take the spike, then. Does that make sense?
0: I see what you're saying, and I think this tier list that you're imagining in your head is just the inverse of the sick list.
1: <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it is. I don't know if it is.
0: I, I really don't think it is.
1: Because I, I think that there there is a ranking for who should take the spike here, and whoever is highest ranked on this list in your team comp should take the spike, and I think that we should come up with this list right now.
2: So here's the thing. I would be down to come up with the list. However, I slightly disagree because I think there are a lot of there are a lot of scenarios where either someone has an option as to how they play the agent and that will affect whether they take the spike. And then um there are also scenarios in which your team comp and performance of players can change how the spike handling goes. So to give okay, two quick okay. examples, one is that like you can play Omen as your primary role is to provide smokes and stay alive so that your smokes regenerate and you get more. And you use your paranoia and shrouded step, like, situationally. Or you can play Omen where you're throwing down your two smokes and then you're going in. Your paranoia, shrouded stepping into sight, and then, and then like, the second case, that style of Omen, is much worse to have the spike than the former, whereas the former is oh, pretty
0: ideal. Omen.
1: Well, okay, obviously yeah, any of these like, tier lists are, are fucking... Subjective, like, uh, yeah. Subjective. Well, I was
0: going to say, yeah, Because I think Sage is pretty high on the um, should have Spike tier list, right? Yeah. But then if your name is Grim, you probably shouldn't have Spike.
1: Yeah, so like- you don't want to be
0: 40 fucking meters up in the air, and then your team's like, yo, can you plant? And you're like, fuck no, I'm not going down there.
1: Like, the list that I'm having in my mind, or that I'm talking about, is not a hard set list of no matter what, this is the person that has it. Because, you know- Sometimes your fucking Astra goes fucking off. Like who who knows? Like maybe you have a killjoy on your team, but like they're going off. They're just winning every deal like duel that they're taking, and you want them to take that first duel. That's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about assuming every person plays their character to an equal ability level. There is a list. Of characters, a tier list where they should have Spike or not.
2: So we should make that tier list now. Yeah. Okay.
0: So is all it right. fair to say we're just going to toss all the duelists to the bottom of this tier list? Yes. We could okay, discuss cool. the order, though. unless, yeah. uh, unless No, we, wanna, no, like, we can time. discuss
1: the order for sure. But I think that at the top of the tier list, unless somebody disagrees with me here, we have Killjoy and Sage. Yeah. But
2: what I, order? I think, Sage, that? I think Sage more than Killjoy.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, think the ability to place your wall down, Yeah, it, like, to secure the safe plant, because obviously that's, like, one of the issues with planting the spike is, like, hey, I have to be right here for, fuck, I have no idea how long it is. Four seconds. I think it's four seconds, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, if, you, if you've got seconds. left than four, four seconds left in the round, you can't plant the spike. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I have to be right here for four seconds, and, like, you're vulnerable the wall especially on certain sites like there are certain maps like Icebox wall is fucking massive for getting that plant down safely
1: yeah so like sage has been described many a times as a bomb carrying robot
0: de spike bitch
1: no i was i was yeah bomb carrying robot is how i've heard it described mm. which especially like specifically on Icebox it's like the sage's Wouldn't- role on the team is to carry spike and get it down, yeah. And then whatever for the fuck happens afterwards doesn't matter. Yep. But okay. that maybe that changes a little bit because B sides reworked. But you know,
0: oh, chase with a um a call forward here. Um, Love it. Okay, so Sage probably top of the tier list. Yep.
1: Sa- okay, Followed so I by- would go Sage then Killjoy because. Okay. Killjoy is... I,
0: I can agree with that.
1: Very good at, like, like you know, it's setting up that post-plant utility, right? Of mm-hmm. you drop your mollies in your Alarm Bot.
0: I think this... Okay, general rule of thumb, yeah, I'm with you. I think one of the caveats we're going to have to throw in here is, like... Excuse me. If, if the person playing said character is really fucking good with lineups... Then maybe they should not be the spike planter.
1: Then they should be playing Viper instead.
0: Well, Killjoy's Molly lineups are—they're fine, but to they're too.
1: technically possible to kill, like to shoot before they can uh, can deploy them.
2: Well, I'll I'll throw in another caveat, and I will say that despite despite the fact that lineups, you know, you remember them when your team gets absolutely fucked by the other team using really good lineups. Honestly, even at the pro level, you very rarely see disgusting lineups where, you know, someone's sitting in spawn double bouncing a Viper Molly. Well, you can't double bounce Viper Mollies, double bouncing a Sova shock darts, like to where it's impossible to go and push the cipher. That most it most often, if someone's chucking some sort of molly on the bomb, they're not far off in the vast majority of cases. So I I think we I think it's safe to just rule out that case where someone is doing some really wacky and op lineups but I, okay i think the big get to plan and
0: then go back off for it well i think the big thing here is if they die trying to get spike down that's just off the table
1: yeah i guess right. that's the benefit of sage and why she's number one is that it's much easier to right. live
0: yeah but
2: yeah, like I, I don't think we should i don't live. think we should count the scenario where killjoy throws molly's like you know because Kobe it's more that likely that she'll, be, she'll have
1: map. to take a peek before then. Like she'll have, it's, like she'll right, be watching right. flank, but someone flanks, and sure. like right, like yeah, even
2: even like the 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 most meta post plant agent Viper at the pro level, you far more commonly see Viper chucking her mollies with one bounce onto spike from fairly nearby than her standing halfway across the map yeeting them into the sky.
0: Yeah, no, that's so fine. under that's that, not, under that's that scenario,
2: about, it's fine saying, for her to plant the
0: spike and then get back into the. Sure, very I'm just saying, visit. her planting the spike is a risk. Unless unless you have, like, fucking full site control, the other teams on I, I, the site. I would, like, I would
2: disagree with that being a risk, because if she's planting Spike, that means everyone else can be in position to, you know, hold the site while she's planting. Because the thing no, is, if I'm she's playing there playing dick play, in play, hand play. in, like, caves on Breeze with her Molly ready to go, and someone else is planning the spike, that means you have at max three other people to to keep holding the site while that's happening. So I think, in a, in a lot of cases,
0: Viper planning not, the spike I'm and then defending the good. I'm not saying Viper's dick in hand Molly out in caves, but, like, I'm thinking a lot about, like, Icebox A site, where so many teams, like, especially at the pro level, have lineups for, like, the common, pl- like, spike plan. Like you hear that spike starting to go down, and like you'll see Sova shock darts coming in at, yeah. at like default, or like there's a Killjoy Molly already set up on default that like you didn't clear, or like a Viper has a lineup for that. Like there's a bunch of people who have lineups or have set up utilities to deny Spike Plant. Um, sure. And like a, like Ascent A site is another big one. Even though you've smoked off Heaven, like Sova can be in there and just eat his shock darts out at default plant
2: yeah but if you're talking at the pro level you counter that you you know you fake the plant the first time
0: in a bunch of the games that i've seen i've still seen a fuck ton of damage and kills come through from that shit
2: okay yeah but if your spider gets killed then you also have other problems besides oh no we don't have post plant utility because then someone has to go get that spike and plant it and now you've lost a bunch of time You've lost a bunch of other things as well. So I don't think that means you shouldn't have your Viper planning spike because she might die. I, I don't agree with that chain of thinking.
0: I'm not saying that's the end all be all. I'm just saying that perhaps we put an asterisk next to that.
2: Oh, an a- okay. I, I Th- can, that's all I'm saying. I can compromise at
0: the asterisk. Okay.
1: Okay, um, so can, can oh. we go Sage Killjoy?
0: Yes. Sage Killjoy, probably have Viper.
1: And Viper. It would be an X one. Viper would be yeah. third because, you know, she can throw down her smoke right on the plant and then she can yep. go play Post plant
0: And then I'm thinking following Viper. I wanna say I'd throw in like
1: Do we Astra? go Do we go to an I initiator? In? No. I would say not Astra. Astra. Astra
0: is I would say would
1: be the last of the controllers.
0: Really? Ooh, that's I, I would have people. omen. Last because I try.
1: think I think that Astra, specifically, because she's not entering site, she can play back and use her utility from literally anywhere on the map. Right? There is no reason for her to have spike. Counterpoint,
2: not... though. Once yeah. she smokes off site and the team enters, there is a period of time while the defensive team is rotating towards site where there's not much for her to do.
1: But you can put a star down from anywhere.
2: So you well, can, yes, I, I follow you what you're saying. You can
1: sit in a safe position, put a star down, and use that as your suck for post-plant. But that doesn't require you to have Spike or be there like it does for Killjoy or Viper.
2: Well, sure. But the thing is, if you're planting Spike while someone has at least something on flank watch, so you're not going to get flanked, and the rest of your team is holding sight, then the only thing you have to worry about is some sort of lineups. And you can counter those in a variety of ways. Whether that's by, you know, planting in a position that there aren't lineups, easy lineups for, or by baiting out the lineups. So my point is that doing that is safe and that allows all the rest of your team to use their utility, which is much better at denying the retake than yours. And then when you get into post plant position, yeah, you're you can go anywhere you want, assuming your team has this at the site.
1: Sure. But I'm thinking the the counterpoint to that is that, as Astro, you have very good delaying utility, right? For delaying, you know what? P- delaying defuse, right? You have the suck, right? Um, and you don't have to risk yourself to get onto site to do that, right? So while obviously Viper and Killjoy are both above her, right? They both have to risk themselves to get onto site to set up that utility. And that's why that it's best that they have Spike in order to set that up.
0: Well, Okay, I'm, but I'm saying with lineups, neither of them need to touch Sight to do that.
1: No, but... Well, Kill, Killjoy... I mean, yeah, I guess technically doesn't because she can pop her mollies as they land. Yeah. Um, but Viper does need her smoke orb down, especially post-nerf.
0: Well, here's the thing. Yeah, here's I'm the saying thing. if you have the lineup for your Magai you, or for the Molly, you'd probably have the lineup for the fucking smoke orb. Dude, so those, right? are
1: pr- those are different.
0: Are they different places. trajectories? They're probably yeah, different, they're
1: trajectories. different trajectories.
2: Yeah. Well, here's, um, here's the thing. I'm going to, for the I'm sake of time, we considering, that. That we, so considering that we have a bunch of other agents to get to, I have an idea for a compromise because there's another agent who I have in the fifth position here that I think could be bumped above Astra and maybe everyone would be happy with. And that is an agent who I see carrying the spike a lot in pro games, and it makes a lot of sense as well. And that is Sky. I can see Sky. Up see, there. I see
1: initiators sure. above the
2: Astra. See, well, I, what I would see you the... think about Sky at four?
1: I I think that Sky or Breach at four would absolutely make more sense than
0: Astra. Okay, okay. I, can, also, I can settle for that. I'm also thinking Brimstone is probably fucking high up there. Yes, because. Brimstone's utility doesn't fucking recharge. He drops his fucking shit on sight to get into sight, and now he's just a dude with a gun. So brim at five.
1: So okay, we're, are we it, gonna go? Sky brim.
0: Yeah, I think we'd go brim sky. But but just also, just where's just a breach in there? Because
1: 5. I think that breach should be there somewhere.
0: Okay, so I'm saying okay, we got we got sage, killjoy, viper. Yep. Sky brim. Sky Breach
1: Brim Sky Breach
0: and Sky Breach can be interchanged and that literally the only thing that we're talking about here is just how often they're played
2: yeah you know I wasn't thinking of Brim because he doesn't get a lot of pro play obviously at least he hasn't yet I think that's going to skyrocket soon um, but I, I see your argument Cass you know Sky has a lot of useful things to do to delay the retake and heal the team so Brim has less Sky's to flash- do he... Sky's flash is recharged yeah, I, I'm good with Brim at four. If that's good with you, Chase.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Brim at four, then Sky, then Breach,
0: mm-hmm. and, and then okay, are we I gonna go? I thing, think
1: I think Omen over Astra, but
0: I would put Omen behind Astra, but uh, again, we're fucking splitting hairs. The other thing is, I think that like we're in a scenario in which like we're talking about ranking this which is different from a tier list, because I think a tier list, we're looking at, like, S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier. Yeah, B-tier, I just didn't
1: know how right? else to think of it. Um, and right, it, it is possible um, here where that some people are at the same level, so... Yeah,
0: I, I think a lot of these people, like, we would, in, you know, like, optimally speaking, like, we'd kind of just put them in the same tier, right? Yeah. Like, if you got a Killjoy and a Sage, whoever feels more comfortable with Spike takes Spike. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, same thing with, like, a lot of the agents that we put from, like third through six here. Like, if you feel comfortable with Spike, take Spike. Um, I, I think they're all relatively equivalent. Yeah, I would agree. Um, okay, but, so, like, we've just been talking numbers, so let's keep going. So we right got Sage, here. Killjoy,
2: Viper, Brim, Sky, Breach, Astra.
0: Astra well, Omen Astra's the one we haven't really discussed.
1: Yeah, so Astra, Omen. I See, I was only thinking that the Omen is more likely to get onto site before Astra.
0: Um, fair point. But I was Omen also has he, a higher
2: risk of dying getting onto site. Well, because
1: Omen's not preferably going to be your first or second onto site because you will hopefully have a duelist or an initiator there yeah, as your first and second. Often, and often therefore,
3: you,
1: you have Omen onto site like third.
0: No, I, I think the Omen work is is not being fully appreciated here.
2: I think it's absolutely being appreciated as much as it should be, which is not very much.
1: But I think that Astra is a better, a better alert Perhaps. than Omen. Astra a better alert than Omen because she can hold down sight, like she can hold down the flank and then also easily pop shit okay, well, on, on
0: sight. Okay, I think you guys are both smoking plank. strong stuff. I think stuff. it's two different fucking things here.
2: Like, I think not- neither Astra nor Omen are good lurkers.
0: I think they're very bad lurkers, both of them. I think Omen's fine for lurking, because you can fucking throw your smokes, and especially post-bub, they fucking show up when you want them to. Your team can be like, hey, can you smoke this? And you can, boom, smoke that.
2: Okay, here's the thing. The only the only ability of Omens that's specifically good for lurking is his Shrouded Step, because you could, oh, you have a, you have a duel that you don't like how it's going, you can TP out to a different location. Um... His smokes do have a range, so that limits how far you can lurk. And while you're throwing them out, you're not as situationally aware. And situational awareness is key as Omen. Like if you take a minute to be in your shrouded step, and someone gets into a position you don't expect while you're focused on the smoke and can't hear as well or see, your, your smoke lurk is not dead.
0: A shrouded step for reference. What?
1: Well, yeah, he didn't say. I, you just, I didn't <laughs> say it was.
0: No, you what? just said like, don't worry about it. Keep going. Okay. Okay. May-
2: I, I think I, I'm going to have to, the editor Hunter will comment if I was correct or not. Editor Hunter here can confirm that I was clearly talking about throwing out the smokes. However, I did say in your shrouded step when I meant in your smoke casting view. Maybe there's an actual name for that in the game. Can't be bothered to look it up. Either way, Castle's really splitting hairs here. Anyway, <laughs> my point is that the shrouded step is good. The smoke is bad for lurking, but mm. only the shrouded step is good for lurking because the paranoia the paranoia is best used to set up your own team there are pretty rare situations where you know when you're lurking a vast majority of the time you're looking to catch someone off guard at which point the paranoia if anything just alerts them to your presence and the paranoia can be pretty difficult to swing off of unless there is for yourself it's much better used to set up your team and then with Astra she's even more like you know deaf and blind when she's in her astral form so no, I really preferably don't think you that...
1: have a sentinel that you can play off the utility. So it
2: yeah, preferably you have the sentinel lurking then,
0: and you have the astro holding down oh, flags by supporting I, I, the team. I do agree that like well, specifically, you know, chamber and cipher are really fucking good at lurking, and they should probably be your lurk agent. Um, but I I I think you're perhaps getting so much stuck on the idea that your lurk has to be, you know. Walking the entire time, super silent. I feel like that's not all there is to it. A lot of the time, it's you're fucking stomping around. You're going in loud. You're keeping people on the other side because they're like, "Ah, shit, there's someone here." Like, I, like I, I, I feel like you're you're in this mindset right now that like whoever's lurking has to be like stealthy. Yeah, well, let's
2: let's consider your your uh, what you're saying here, Cass. If you're
0: Astra and you're stomping around on the
2: other site, yes, you can smoke for the other site. But if someone pushes you, if someone challenges you while you're lurking, you have no offensive oh, whoa, whoa. or defensive utility for yourself.
0: I don't think Astra's a good work.
2: Yeah, okay, I well think then Astra's you're omen. A dog shit work. Then you're omen. On most on most maps, if you're lurking on the other site, your smokes can't reach all the places you want them to go on the other site. Most so maps they can. Nope. If you if you're on if you're on ascent and you're in garage on A, you can't smoke heaven on B from garage on A. You can't. It's outside ascent? of if Yeah, okay. If you're on if you're on if you're pushing, Sorry, okay, I I said it backwards. Okay, so you're pushing B garage on yeah. attack as Omen lurking while your team is pushing A. You cannot smoke heaven on A from B garage as Omen.
0: Yeah, but you could be lurking mid and smoke it.
2: Cass, you specifically said you're stomping around on the other site to draw the sure, team or, in that direction. Yeah. If you're stomping around in mid to draw them
0: to mid, like what's the, what's the point of that? Like They're right there by where your site hit is going yeah, to be. But like, the person playing Tree has to be aware that you can swing them from there. Like, All right, whatever. It, it, I'm not super concerned about exactly how we rank these two people.
1: Okay, so Omen and Astra are next.
0: Sure. I think Astra is next. I think Omen is not.
2: I think... The chamber is next. Do
1: you think before the omen? See, th- this yes. is literally the exact argument that we're getting back into. or trying to get away
0: from. Yep. Nah, dude, you're fucking high.
1: Yeah, the chamber nah, is not nah. next. Absolutely not. I think KO chamber... is definitely before chamber.
2: Oh, okay, okay. You, you, you might be right about that. Yeah, sure. I would be. I would be happy to. I would honestly be fine with throwing the KO in next. Yeah,
0: sure. But omen, omen is, is also before hundred percent going before chamber. Yeah. Nah, that's Cat. That, that is hard Cat.
1: So, no, okay, you, I think we go Astra, KO, Omen, Chamber.
2: Astra, KO, Chamber, Omen. Yes, I like it. No, good, no, good I, call, said, I said
1: Omen, Chamber.
2: <laughs> uh, no, you you misspoke the second time. I'm going to write down what you said the uh, the first time here.
1: I, I Okay, but we're run still it back, missing a editor couple. Hunter, you're, okay, I definitely we're, you're still said we're still missing a couple agents thing. that
0: come in front of. Chamber. The editor is
2: going to confirm that I was trying to gaslight you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, editor here can confirm. But
0: like, okay, what? There, there are, but we can get we can throw Omen down here next. All right, that's fine. But there's several agents we have to address before we hit Chamber. Number one is Cipher. Number two is like. Yoru, and Phoenix. Because you're fucking throwing if you pick one of them. And so you should have Spike as, pen, like, Penance.
1: No, no, no. Okay. And then we go we, Chamber. Wait, 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 wait. No, Chamber's okay, I'm before no all down. of those. Chamber is before Cypher, Chamber is <laughs> yeah. before Phoenix, Chamber is before Yoru. Absolutely. Because no, 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 Chamber... No, no. Okay, here's the thing. Chamber's utility, his Alarm Bots, which watch Flank, work from fucking anywhere.
0: Yes. So do Cypher's trips.
1: Yes. But I think that Chamber is before Cypher because Cypher's biggest utility is by setting up, like, cage plus trip.
0: Okay, I guess here's the big thing here. We can... Uh, jokes aside, we can all agree that all the duelists come beneath Chamber and Cypher in this tier list, and I believe those are the only agents. Oh, actually, fuck, we haven't talked about Sofa yet. No. We'll come back to that in a second. Um, okay, but all these agents sit below both Chamber and Cypher in this tier list, being those agents being the duelists. Um, Why—what is your main argument for why Chamber should carry Spike over a Cypher?
1: I think that the cipher is the better lurk than a chamber because the chamber can get onto sight you know this is like the that third the third onto site right that should have spike that's what I keep coming back to is that you're not the one taking those opening duels, but you're not the one lurking. you're in the middle, and Chamber is one of those characters that does that significantly
0: Chamber is taking those opening duels
1: you n- no. Your your rays or your your fucking jet are taking the opening space onto site.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, space. Sure. Not but opening
1: duels. Chambers. Opening yeah, chambers space. on the other
0: side of the map. Taking another opening duel.
1: There, no, that that's not no. Um,
0: Here's the Chase
2: thing. Is- I want to I want approach this from a different agreement to agree. Different agreement. I want to approach this from a different angle to agree with Chase to say that you know, I have often, I often play as a duelist even before recently where I've been almost always playing as a duelist. And the amount of times where, you know, we're pushing site, we don't see anyone. And so we, we go from the entrance to site towards site. And then either someone peeks out or, you know, someone's in a ratty corner that we didn't check because we're, you know, small brained. I I would love for someone on my team. And I think there's a very clear role for someone on the team who, you know, maybe they have some abilities that are really cool guns or something I don't know to be watching right behind the team and being able to quickly and efficiently prevent from that you know delayed peak or get that kill on that person who is in a ratty angle while the team is entering sight, and that's a role of chamber that I think you've shut yourself off from cast due to your playstyle that you are absolutely missing out on.
1: I think that Chamber okay. works really well when he, like, he is that third onto site. He's not the one taking yeah. space onto site. But then you're on site. You can hold an angle and you can use your, you know, your headhunter, your tour de force, your whatever, your utility to hold that angle extremely well.
2: Yeah, Cass. What it's what it seems it, to me he, is that you're he, saying you're saying that Chamber should always be fifth slash never on site, and I'm no, saying no, you no, should no. sometimes be fifth on site and
0: sometimes be third on-site with yeah, your yeah. trip. I, watching I got, site. I, got I, I got no problem being like third on-site or whatever. Yeah, then but you should like, take Spike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because well, if, well, if you're, you're third on-site,
1: then you're the
2: one taking No, no, but hold on. Let, let, let's you're be clear here about,
0: yeah. about the abilities very specifically here. Yeah. My AWP being my Tour de Force is potentially viable for what you were talking about, as being like, oh, somebody's going to late swing from a ratty angle.
1: Yeah, not even you know ready. Maybe... you're just holding an angle because already sure, sure, sure. your duelists have okay. taken sight. Your duelists yeah. have sight. Are in
0: the process of doing so, yeah. Yeah, so Tour de Force can be totally fine for that, right? The viable option here. But my headhunter, not really, because chances are I've got a better gun. And Great. so the headhunter just isn't even really in consideration here unless then, we're on fucking That's pistol most
1: situations, even if you're lurking, your headhunter is not in yeah no exactly
0: that. that's what I'm saying, like Hunter was talking about, oh, like what if there was someone who had like guns who could do that, like every fucking agent in the goddamn cast can buy guns and do that
2: well the the cool thing the thing about chamber is they have gun flexibility, right? so if you bought an op on offense, you know most characters, unless you're jet with knives, that op really limits you, and you can't you know if someone if it turns out that we push into push through a doorway and there's someone close left. You can whip out your headhunter and trade that, whereas some some other agent besides Jet with knives has an op. They, they don't really don't want to take that duel. That yes. that's what I'm talking about. You have that flexibility because of having sure. your headhunter, and you have that you know long range potential with your ult, obviously.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm saying that okay. Already we we've gone besides, through half the cast. Chamber is already down at fucking mid tier for taking Spike. You should be happy well, with that.
2: I, I'm, who, who should be happy with that? Me, Cash Chase is should, saying I should be happy. Cash should be happy with that because... I'm I'm working on the list. I'm working on a list in Google Docs, and I refuse to put uh, Omen above Chamber. I'm not going to do it.
1: You're Actually, I think Omen yes, should actually, be above Chamber. Absolutely. Omen
2: should 100% be above Chamber. Because, because Omen needs the a possibility fucking to take duels without just booking it to sight Because he has the most aggressive kit of any of the controllers that rivals a duelist when it comes to paranoia plus shrouded step. He needs to be able to go to places that aren't sight in order to have that make those aggressive plays. And if if you don't believe me, watch pro play before Astra came out. A lot of Omen players were playing
0: like a flex duelist. Okay, but like that's not entirely fair because in pro play you have somebody who is fucking A tier or S tier at taking the fucking spike. We're talking about our ranked games. We're talking about all of it. We're, We're talking, not talking about anything.
1: everything. We're... We're talking about everything.
0: Yeah, and Omen, Omen is, is also very good, aggressive, and ranked. Sure, sure. But, like, in, in pro play, mm-hmm. chances are, before we've touched Omen, somebody on the team is ranked higher and will take Spike. And it's not chances are. I guarantee you, literally, every single pro play game you have ever watched has somebody on the team who could take Spike that we have ranked above Omen here. Above chamber,
1: no, no, we're talking about oh, no, we're talking about omen. Oh, no, 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 omen.
0: About omen, oh okay, right? okay. I so see. I'm saying I don't think it's fair for you to just be like, oh, go back and look at games pre Astra. Like you're not going to see omen having spike. No, well, that's not that's is, not what he's saying. No he's shit, saying Sherlock, you'll somebody see else omen already has it. You'll
1: say, he's well, okay, see. he's saying you'll see omen gonna, taking more call, aggressive fights.
2: Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit on that cast because our he, t here are positions five through eight. Sky breach Astra Ko Astra and Ko didn't exist. Back when this was a thing. Breach was weak and, and not used. Sky was not in the meta yet. Brim meta. has never really been in the meta. No. Viper was weak. So it's literally only Sage and Killjoy competing with Omen. It's not the whole eight because six of the fucking, eight weren't in the meta.
0: Every fucking comp had either a Sage or a Killjoy, if not both.
2: No, well, like, I mean, maybe. Killjoy? I would have to look back to and see. Killjoy I don't know.
0: Everywhere.
2: Maybe. I, I I don't know. I'd have to pull okay, up the steps I Suppose on
0: that. I suppose certain maps there might have been a cipher instead of a KJ. And like maybe they weren't running a sage. So maybe in that one circumstance, yeah, you've got you you've got an argument here. Okay, actually swinging back a little bit. Yeah. Where do we put Sova in this whole shenanigans?
1: Sova's still not there.
0: Excluding Hiko because... Sova
1: is after the omen, the the Chamber or whatever.
2: Well, for the for the sake you brought up cipher. What if we put cipher at nine? I I personally like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So cipher is at nine, and then and then we have ten and eleven. We have somewhere in there, uh, chamber and omen. Uh, We'll leave that degree to disagree on that one. I thought we had omen down at like eight. No, no, that's what no, that's what I'm saying. Cipher at nine, chamber omen at ten.
3: Who's
0: eight? KO. Oh. No. fuck, yeah. dude. I'd put Omen carrying Spike over KO. No, because...
1: Okay, well, now we're going high? we're going back. We're going back too far. <laughs> yeah. Let's just fucking finish this shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, we all agreed on KO before Chamber and Omen. That was not controversial.
0: All right, where do we have Sova? Good question.
1: Okay, I think we have him after... The this uh, I think we have them at twelve then right?
0: Sure. I don't I don't know. I feel like okay. I feel like the the difference here is some of these other agents. That Chamber listed, Omen. Let's
1: just let's just call it a wash. We'll put we'll put them both okay. in the same level, but they're ten, you know
0: ten eleven. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm saying with yeah. like with with other characters that we've listed, like there is a high likelihood that they might not be playing with the team. Your Sova's pretty much exclusively playing with the team. I feel like Sova's probably higher up on this list.
1: No, but your Sova is using his utility to get the rest of your team onto site.
0: Yeah, sure. And then you can, once your team has site, once your duelists have taken space... Yeah, but you, you can already on
1: want Spike it. down at that point. That's the that's the thing. is You already want Spike down by the time your third person's on site.
2: What? Basically what Chase is saying that I agree with is that Sova's often 4th or 5th onto
0: site. Yeah. I don't know about that.
1: Yeah, often 4th or 5th onto site. And the th- what I'm saying is that position number 3 onto site is ideal yeah. for, to have Spike. Um, Because if you're 4th or 5th onto site, it's too late. You've already had enough time where the first three people have taken site. That it's useless, like, to have your fourth what do you mean, person. it's too late? It's too late. You could have had two extra seconds of, of time where you had sight, and you don't have spike down. And when it, and when this game comes down to defusals in the matter of like under a second.
0: Yeah, but how often does that happen? Fucking
1: often. Under like, under a tenth of a second happen, happens often.
0: It, it, but it's way more common that either you kill the other team or they kill you with plenty of time. Like well, It doesn't matter who has the spike it, at all. Yeah, it, entire list literally in,
1: in that in that case, it doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. So in the case where it does matter that you planted spike, then it matters how early you planted spike. And the first person and the second person shouldn't be because they're taking the space onto site. The third person is that ideal okay, part sure. part where they where they are onto site early enough that they can get spike down soon. And not too late, where where you know it, they're wasting valuable time that they could have had spike down.
0: Okay, sure, fine. Put put Sova down at what twelve?
1: Yeah. No, 12. no, this is
0: this is twelve.
2: Yeah. Okay, it's twelve. Yeah, it is. I, I'm yeah. I'm keeping a list.
1: Okay, are there people left that we haven't talked about that are not duelists?
2: Let's well, see, there are six duelists, right? So that would bring us to eighteen after twelve.
0: Yeah. No, no, we're just off the duelists now. Speaking about Duelists, Neon takes slot number 18. Uh, I, I would I agree. agree. without I agree. a it out.
1: Yeah, Neon, Neon should never, never have Spike.
0: Yeah. yeah. In no circumstance ever besides, ah, shit, we got to back out of this site because we got stalled out. Hey, Neon, go take the Spike, run over to C and get Plant down as soon as possible. Like, Neon should not ever have Spike.
2: Okay, 17, Basically, I say go I, to Jack. I will...
0: I will... Okay, I, I'm going to disagree with you for the sole purpose being B-Site Haven. Oh,
2: just a dash in and plan. Ja- dash in no, and no, plan. no, it's the dash out. It's the plan. Oh, right, it's the right, 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 yeah, true. Um, well, you know, but, instead but, of but for some down. reason from the end of the list, I don't know why you guys are taking that approach. <laughs> I'm going to well, go you know, chronologically yeah. <laughs> and say that I think Yoru should be 13. And the reason yeah. why Yoru should be thirteen,
0: Yoru one hundred percent is thirteen. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I think I think the two the twofold reason for that is on the one hand you have the potential to put your TP way over towards the other site, so you can execute a fake really well. You can get out of dodge and go towards the other site very easily and make up huge swaths of ground while you do so. And the other thing is that if you're TPing onto Spike, if you lose sight on Spike, but your team then pushes on and gains sight, then retrieving Spike is easy. So. You know, I I think Spike Down actually on the site is okay, not ideal, obviously. If you, I, if you I all die there, yep. In
1: thirteen, and
0: Yoru, hundred percent, and then is, Phoenix, and then well, oh, see now now that's we're tough. That's tough. I think at this point we're kind of splitting hairs here. We are, like, but yeah. are,
1: are we saying Phoenix over Reyna? Those are the two.
0: Oh, I'm saying I'm saying Ray's goes above Raina because one of two things is going to happen. I'm thinking
1: about a utility used to take space should be the least likely to have Spike, and so then we have we have uh, Neon Jet Rays as people with movement abilities that can take space quickly, and they should not be the ones to have Spike. See, I and think it's the hard I think if at this point, point is
0: like okay, but like we're not likely to have more than two of any of these agents in a team comp.
1: No, and we're not, not likely, running... but we're we're at the point where we're splitting hairs where you have like a five duelist comp. Who's yeah, okay I would, I'm so, I, would you say, I would five... say we
2: should get to the point where you it's a three duelist comp because you do see that in ranked. Yeah, whether it was a okay. five duelist comp is just a troll and doesn't really. Matter well, but we, we
1: only yeah. we only have duelist left. So we only and, really, and, and we only have 5 duelists left.
2: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Chase, I would argue that I think that Rays should actually be not included with uh in in, ter- in terms of neon in terms of having movement abilities for the reason that if you just blast pack blindly into an enemy position, like you're going to die most of the time and get fairly minimal utility, you know, from from doing that, uh as long as the team has decent aim to shoot you down quickly. I think most of the times that Raze's blast packs are used to gain space are when there's some sort of combination with the rest of the team and and their utility and the way they're taking the site. So, you know, I think it's worth noting that Raze has the ability to send out her boom bot without herself going first and throw out her nade to clear space once again without her being the first into site. So I think Raze actually goes at 14 here.
0: Fuck, dude. I think this is why we needed a goddamn tier list so we can just put all these agents in fucking F tier. Like, because I'm saying the chances <laughs> are if if you're in a pro game and you're running a Reina, that dude is cracked in a half, and he's not fucking taking Spike.
1: Okay, no, who who? And then, if you have a five duelist comp and it yeah. is I, I, Jet Reina, chain or not Jet reina Jet. Uh, I've said Jet like four times. Um, <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter.
0: Five the five duelist that are not your, your not your, on the your. Same we're on the same page the five bullets are not yours here's the big thing getting spike down doesn't fucking matter because either you're going to kill the enemy team or they're going to kill you so True. in that context True. you leave spike in spawn and the spike can go fuck itself well okay. that works all, all right, well, well and
2: good until the other team learns you're doing that after one round and then they, wa- they let you take sight and then they just guard spike and then all of a sudden you've used all your utility taking a spike that no one's on and don't have the yeah. Taking a site that no one's on and don't have the
0: spike. Like that, that, that does happen. If you're running right? a five move with comp, you're going to fucking try peak angles.
1: It doesn't yeah, matter you because you take spike. You take spike, no, I mean, but then okay. the other team no, no, has okay. all the utility well, to here's, keep you here's off the big of it. thing.
0: Here's the big thing. The five duelist comp is not is not anywhere relevant in this conversation. Yeah, that, I think that's... we can all agree that duelists belong at the fucking bottom, and the very specific order of the duelist is not particularly relevant. Well, I
1: mean, it quite literally matters because if we're making a ranking, the the only time any of these remaining characters should take Spike is if you're in a five duelist comp.
2: Okay, he, no, no. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right? I I think this the reason great. why we're making the reason why we're making this list is for this specific reason. Sometimes, you know, obviously there are some clear people on this list who should always take Spike and most of the people who play those characters should know that they should have Spike. If you have a Sage, they should have Spike. But there are times when either you have a weird comp which is the five duelist or something other wacky and you have a combination of that and or people who maybe should take Spike but just aren't. So I think that's why it's it's not I don't think it's worth this considering this as You know, we have five duelists, but rather, who should be the one to take Spike if, like in the case of the game that me and Cass played on the scent, which started this whole debate, you know, you have three duelists, you have an Omen who doesn't want to take Spike, and you have a Chamber who doesn't want to take Spike. So everyone is either not taking Spike or has a reason not to take Spike. What's, how does that get
0: sorted out? Rather than just looking at the extreme example of five duelists, because that's not really even okay. now, well, now, now I think we're just into the conversation more about, like it, as I said earlier, it comes down to play styles.
2: Well, it does, but like there so there's so there's still are certain agent it, yeah. synergies so that relate to, it.
0: to take Spike. Okay, but... Well, well, yeah, so we have
1: Yoru as, as the first duelist that should take yeah, Spike. And so
0: then Raze. I think Raze is not We've got we've got Phoenix, we've got Jet, Reyna, Neon.
1: I think that Reyna should be before Jet, but other than that... I think that Reyna should be
2: before Phoenix as well. I think... No. uh, I I also... uh, Your Reyna's either
0: fucking cracked or you're not playing Reyna.
2: Yeah, okay. I I can kind of see that. I I admit. uh, So I'd be down for the Phoenix next then because it sounds like you guys agree on that. So Phoenix and then Jet slash Reyna. I think that
1: Reyna before Jet because Jet is so good at smoke dashing. First okay. On the site.
0: Yes, but I'm thinking uh, if you're running off on attack, and literally just and if you're run- like and if you're running of off,
1: tank. you definitely shouldn't have spike. Yeah. So okay. So yeah. yeah. So Phoenix. I'm just saying. the
0: reason the reason why you put Jet above no, Raina Phoenix is
1: slowly- Reyna, Jet Neon.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, I just got that backwards. That was okay. that was oh, not like, gaslighting like earlier. <laughs> I, I I think you're missing the whole point here of like. B site Haven.
1: Okay, you know that this is a like single site on a map of seven.
0: It is a single site on one map in which this character objectively could have spike versus Reyna on every fucking map on every fucking site could not have spike. Well, it is here's... one
2: v literally zero. Okay, here's here's the thing about that though, Cass. The the B site fast hit with Jet is a gimmick play, most commonly used when you are on the safe. Because the fact of the matter is, even though you can get Spike down quickly, it is difficult to defend the site. And if the other team has good utility to force you off of holding the defuse, it's fairly easy plant to defuse. Money. Plant money. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like planting for plant money should be a part yeah, of it's this. Yeah,
1: for an extra 300 creds per person, yeah, I'd... It's not. It's not that yeah, like big of a you deal. Can,
2: you could make the case that Phoenix should be God tier on this list because he can wall off a teeny corner of of most sites, plant immediately without his team being there, and then just you know get plant yeah, money every round. Phoenix, Phoenix can plant wall an alt. Fucking let's bump Phoenix up there. I, I know, right? Like, I don't. I really
0: don't think that planting for plant money is, that, is that's worth not a part of having this can, a part of this, this conversation. List. Yeah, it's yeah. not a part of it. But yeah, no matter what, I'm saying there is. Actively, a single site, there's a single scenario in the game in which Jet should have Spike over literally any other character. Okay. And or is just that just doesn't exist for Reyna. Okay.
1: Jet, And I don't ha-
0: really want to have this discussion for longer because, like, we fucking burned so much goddamn time on this. Well, we, no, no, we're okay. Gonna, okay. We're okay. going to do the same thing as Chamber Omen. We're going to
2: say Reyna slash Jet. Okay. Well, we, can, we
1: can do that. I, I can say we, we yeah, can yeah. put them at the same level. But... Yes, there is a scenario where jet wants it j jet wants the spike It is a single site there are okay, there are seven maps. It is one map. that map has three sites. It is one of those three sites of the times you play that site. How many of them are you playing for post plant right how like it is such a minuscule probability if we're talking about this numbers wise that you are going to want your jet having the spike in that scenario. That I believe the slight percentage, even though it might be two percent on every other map, that and every other site that you want the Reyna holding spike, that adds up to more than the no, possibility no, no. Well, he, that you want okay. jet having spike I mean, on that
0: single time. Something- I think Especially jet ask, and Reyna Cass. are equal. Cass, I'm going to do something outside of that one site.
2: I'm going to do something incredibly rare for this podcast, which is I'm going to agree with Cass, and I'm going to stick with the rain and Jet together um, because, because of this reason. What?
0: That's not agreeing with me.
2: Well, I mean, I'm going to – because Chase disagrees, this is a oh. unanimous list, so that's why it's agreeing with you. I'm going to agree oh. with you about what Cass is saying about the weighting of this for the reason that, like, unless you're running an, a completely never-before-seen gimmick play – you never want your Phoenix to have the, the spike at the start of the round. Like, you just don't. Or the same thing with Neon or Raze and Yoru, and we're kind of splitting hairs. Like, there's very close to a 0% chance that you want one of those guys to have the spike, unless you come up with something very wacky for, like, one round. Whereas, Cass is pointing out, there is a repeated scenario in which you do want Jet to have the spike, and even though that is a teeny sliver of the overall ra- overall rounds across the maps, it is an established thing that you should actually consider doing. And that's why Jet should be pushed ahead. Is that accurate, Cass, what you're saying? Yeah. I I see what
1: he's saying. I just don't see how the math adds up, but I I can say, sure, let's get off off of this topic because we've been talking about it for like an hour.
0: So now that we're done dogging on me here about not taking the spike, (laughs) we now get to dog on Hunter. Oh, let's go. Because Hunter is... Mm -hmm. I believe this has been brought up in uh, some of our more recent podcasts, if you've been keeping up to date on this. Yeah. Hunter currently has an active bet, which is kind of just <laughs> against himself. There's no real money yeah. on the line. It's just kind of pride. Um, yes. yes, indeed. But we're, we're going to talk about Hunter's progress here because, uh, you know, let I- me be frank with you guys. <laughs> it ain't looking too hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Hunter, you want to give us the rundown?
2: Yeah, you know, it wasn't uh too, looking too hot uh for the allies in uh 1942 in World War II and yet they brought it back around. I mean, it's it's early days. Uh, I think what you're I think new? you're calling it a little too early you're there. You're literally yeah.
1: you're literally uh comparing your Yoru plays to World War II.
2: Indeed I am. It's that <laughs> it's that great of a struggle. No, okay, sorry. That may have been somewhat insensitive, but okay. So, um,
1: so at which game are you considering the Battle of Normandy?
2: Uh, Pearl Harbor. Okay,
0: yeah. Here, Pearl, Pearl, Harbor
1: is your, is the <laughs> Pearl Harbor is the
0: Yoruba. Rock. Pearl Harbor is the Yoruba. Yeah, yeah,
1: that makes sense. Okay, That's an easy, so, okay, easy comparison. Gosh.
2: Yeah.
0: Yoru has entered the war.
2: Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed.
0: Cool. Pearl Harbor yeah. happened.
2: Okay, my, my uh, norm yeah, is going D-day? to be D Day is going to be when I get to gold. And the reason why is because I've never gotten to gold before. So the motivation boost okay. I will get upon getting to gold will make me work so hard at getting to plat that it will be a massive tide, a, a massive, you know, turning of the tides when it comes to the See honestly
1: at this okay, point I, I think that I getting think that. from gold to plat will be easier than bronze to, to gold.
0: It is, it is certainly possible. We'll see. Dude, let me tell you. It's a fucking grind.
1: Fuck, mm. dude. I cannot get out of Silver 1. It is insane. Oh,
0: shit. You're in, I, I thought you were in Silver 2.
1: No, I have not been out of oh, Silver yeah. 1 since the start of this new episode.
2: Yeah, and that brings me to something that I started to discuss before the podcast, but then Chase said save it for the podcast. And that's mm. that, you know, um, I have been in preparation for the Yoru buffs back in December of last year, I was realizing that and my interest playing? in Valorant, w- yes, but essentially like I was going to give a little more context to that. And that, you know, mm. i had been so excited. i had been, I love Yoru so much more than every other character that with a Yoru that was frustrating me at every turn, I just had lacked motivation to play like any solo queue, just to any effort to play consistently. Um, and I was just waiting for the buff and that proved to be, to proved to make my bet even more difficult because I continued to not play very much while I waited for the buff. And so this past week has largely been about, you know, me getting back up to form when it comes to my aim, when it comes to my ability usage, you know, and as well as the challenge of learning the new Yoru. And what I was saying is that, you know, I feel that I'm playing right now at a very high level for myself. That is a massive, you know, qualifier right there. Um, but at the same time, you know, the competition has just always been getting better in Valorant ever since the game came out. And, you know, with the smurfs here and there and with people playing really well at the game, I'm like, wow. I I feel like I should be hard carrying every game with how good I feel playing right now. And yet, you know, I'm just doing solid and not amazing so far. So uh, I've, you know, I, I've had some doubts about whether I'll, uh, make good on my bet this week, but I still have faith that if I continue the grind, I'll get there.
0: I mean, cause, okay. So yeah, like, like you were saying, and like, now obviously I did not take as much time off as Hunter did, but there have been some other games that I've been, you know, tinkering with here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter and I have been playing a bunch of risk of rain too. If you yep. guys haven't heard of it, it's super fun. You should check it out. Um, and ping but, us in the
2: Discord if you want to play with us. We will gladly. Oh, actually, dude, Briskarine
0: 2 is a fucking banger. You should 100% yeah. join us if you own the game and are interested. Um, no, but that being said, I have not been playing a ton of Val prior to like two, three days ago, in which I've been starting to get back into it. I also just started working, which let me tell you, it sucks. 40 hours of my week just like down the drain. Yep. Uh, I gotta wake up at a certain hour, so I can't be on at, like, godforsaken o'clock. Um... Mm. But yeah, so I I took, like, a week break from Valorant. And holy fuck did my aim go to shit over a one-week break. And Hunter took, like, a fucking month break. I mean...
2: (laughs) See, Cass, I think the reason why I was not as proportionally affected as you is because my aim... My aim floor is much lower than yours, and I'm used to having to compensate for that with utility usage. So me having wait, bad mean aim is aim, nothing new wait, for me.
0: Aim ceiling or aim floor?
2: I'm saying I'm saying that the floor is always so low that if I oh, decrease oh, the floor, oh, I'm I like, see. okay, this is familiar to me. I just have to Got use it. my utility that much better.
0: No, no, sorry, you, you're right. It just took me an extra second to. Uh, yeah, think I mean about ceiling that. as and well. Yeah.
2: I mean Cass's aim is absolutely better than mine, and I have no problem with admitting that. Both ceiling and floor.
0: (laughs) I do play, like, arguably the two heaviest aim characters in the game. Yeah, Yeah. I
2: don't think that's even arguably. I think
0: that's just straight up. (laughs) Yeah, like, I, I, I play the two characters in the game who require you to have the arena, maybe... Okay, whatever. We we don't have to discuss that. Um. But yeah, I I play agents in general who are very (laughs) aim heavy. Time to make the agent aim required tier list. Let's go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Back through all the agents. (laughs) Oh, Joy
2: is
0: fucking eighteen. Don't ask me. Um. Okay, but no, you're like I, I I guess I like I notice my aim when it's when my aim is not there. I feel like yeah, I definitely notice it more than you guys. Like, because, and also, the characters that I play don't have flashes. So, mm-hmm. when, I, when I'm when i peeking someone, I'm dry peeking them. And I guess Jet can technically throw a one-way, but, like, for the most part... I mean, part, or um, you
1: could rely on your teammates to uh, to flash the angle for you or something dude, like that. this is
0: ranked play. That ain't fucking happening.
1: <laughs> I mean, but we're there, so, I mean, I don't usually play agents with flashes, but you have a Yori Yeah, man. you don't
0: play agents with flashes either. Eh, I I mean, I play
1: Breach, Breach, but I only play Breach on Split and Bind.
2: Yeah, and whenever I try to flash for Cass, he harnesses his greatest strength, which is finding a way to look directly into my flash, no matter where it is. Dude, okay, there there are times times
0: when I ask you to flash behind me, and that works out totally fine, like when I'm peeking main ascent or I'm peeking at a hook on Bind. That is
2: true. Both of these
0: scenarios on defense, and I'm like, yo, Hunter, can you flash behind me? I'm mainly talking about offense. Defense, we have some good synergies going. Right, right. Defense, like, we got that down. That's fine. Uh, Offense, yeah, offense is a bit rough because, like, I'm fucking dashing in onto site, and then, like, no, if you guys don't know this, and you play Jet, you really should know this. While, once you've executed your dash, you can fucking flick your mouse around and look wherever, and it doesn't change your directional momentum vector. Like, when you hit E and you're holding an arrow key, that's the direction you're going in. So, you can actively 180 or 360 if you've got some disgusting DPI on. Like, and me. clear all these angles as you're dashing in. Now, what often happens is mid dash, I'll, like, flick around to, like, check the close angle that I'm dashing past, and Hunter's Flash will fucking go off in my goddamn face.
1: Yeah, because it doesn't expect you to be there. dashing in backwards.
0: Yeah, because yeah, before
2: the round, I'll be sitting there with my TP out, facing in the direction where I usually TP to, the most predictable shit ever. And Cass, who's been hanging back and opping or lurking most rounds, will then dash out, and I'll be like, I don't know how I could have predicted that you would do that.
0: <laughs> it's really easy. Okay, you're going to hit tap before the barriers mm-hmm. drop. You're going to look at what gun I have. If that gun is literally anything besides an op. I'm probably going in. Yeah, oh, no, 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 the, you know what's Let even no. Let easier? Me one more qualifier. Let me add one yeah, more yeah. qualifier. I would have to be standing at the same spawn barrier that you are, because if I'm standing on the other side of the map, uh, if you manage to flash me, I'll be very impressed. It <laughs> sounds
2: like a challenge. But, you know, I will say, Cass, what's even easier than me hitting tab is you listening to me say, I'm TPing into lamps. And you realizing that I almost never just blind, just, you know, naked TP into lamps without flashing. And thinking, hmm, Hunter is going to flash lamps. And then you saying, oh, I'm planning on dashing into sight. And then I say, oh, now I could say, this ha- scenario hasn't really happened much yet. Now I could say, oh, I'll use my decoy instead, then, of thus avoiding you being flashed.
0: Okay. Actually, speaking about that, back to the original topic of how Hunter's doing. Yeah. Again. Oh boy! Um, oh wait. Which, by the way, let me, let me read you guys out the um the title of this because I, I think it's kind of cool. Um, the title of this whole topic here is Hunter's current progress. Then in parentheses we have he still sucks. <laughs> um, you're really proud of that one, aren't you? I, I am. And the cool <laughs> I wonder part who about wrote that is title? That <laughs> that mm-hmm. would also be me. Yes, I'm tooting my own horn here. You got a problem with that? Yeah.
1: No.
0: no, no, no okay. No. Cool. Um, the he in this context is either Hunter or Yoru. And that's not for debate. Um, fuck, where was I? I got decoy? I, got, I, got, I well, know We were talking about the decoy. Okay, yeah, yeah. thank you, Hunter, for bringing me back onto topic here. Hunter doesn't fucking use his decoy like 90% of the goddamn time. Because, like, I think you're just so used to it being footsteps, which sucks dicks, and nobody ever used. But, like, there's so many situations where, like, I'm dead, and I'm looking at you, and I'm like, this is a decoy scenario.
1: Okay, wait. And there's uh, no decoy. Huge, huge okay. info here um, is because I play Sova a lot, right? Um, huge info is that decoy not pinged by Sova arrow.
2: Oh, so you're saying if a Sova pings my decoy and sees that they hit, but it didn't ping, then they know it's a decoy?
1: Yes, because this happened to me in a game earlier today where I shot a, a recon a sova walks past my vision or not a sova a, a yoru walks yoru past my, yeah walks past my vision and i'm like well that would have definitely been pinged right so i i peek the corner i kill the actual yoru and then the yoru yep. types in chat yo that's fucked <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, great like he was like "Arrow should ping decoy right and i i don't know about that but like just information out there that I I don't think that it should, because I think that it's using utility to understand if somebody else's utility is or is not that person. Right. Yeah. I have to spend my Sova arrow, like my recon to understand that information. Right. That's not like free info I get, but that is very, very good information to have that. Like if, Something, if, like, the decoy walks past an area that you're like, that would have been fucking pinged, you know it's the decoy.
2: All the Sova mains uh, listening to this will be very happy to hear that, I'm sure. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say,
0: that's been... Like, it, did you know this before, or is that something you just found out due to this recently? That game? was the
1: first time that, I, that I'd that i seen it in okay. the game. I
0: was like, I, I, I know of most of how, or I know how most utility interacts with Yoru's decoy, because, like, that was fucking everywhere on the reddit uh or well, like they the patched
1: something out what was the thing that they patched out
2: did
0: they um, patched something
2: like a hotfix it
1: they hotfixed something oh yeah
2: yeah i know what you're talking about chase the the patch was that at when the yoru buff came out yoru's decoy did not show up on the minimap of the enemy team
1: oh okay and so like what, if you saw them like if you yeah. saw them
0: oh they changed that it they changed that yes it didn't oh, show I didn't up know at they all that. and now now yeah.
1: you will see two yorus got it if you right. see yeah. two, okay. if you up see two Yorus on your like if one of your teammates oh. sees two yoros it will they will both show up on the mini map
0: got it got it um yeah okay yeah, i'm sorry I, <laughs> that's interesting because i thought you said if you see two Yorus, you know one of them is a decoy and i was like no shit no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah I, I was thinking the same thing i was like <laughs> wow chase is really gone <laughs> chase, yeah in. no He's fuck hot. but that
1: <laughs> like you used to know which one wasn't the decoy and now you yeah, don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I did not know that was changed. Um,
2: that's yeah, interesting. but Cass, if I could respond to your uh, criticism, which is fair, yeah. I will say off the bat, um, it it is very true that I'm trying to you know get used to having a useful C ability. I was I was playing a game on Breeze earlier solo queue, and I had a situation where I could only buy two flashes, one it, my default free teleport and not my decoy. And I was like, "Wow, you know, I'm down 2 pieces you to of utility." Second,
0: you have to buy your second TP. Yeah, yeah, you do.
2: It's it's How 100 much? bucks. It's 100 bucks.
0: Oh, so, so it's like Omen's second smoke, Yeah, that
2: guy. It, it actually yeah. is interesting because it means that before Yoru's entire kit was I believe $700 and now his entire kit is $800, which mm, so is really dry. only it's really only significant at the beginning of the game if you are an absolute degenerate who's looking to buy stinger no shields round 2 after a loss in that case i often end up not buying my second tp in pistol round if i'm going classic only or not buying it round 2 anyway it's a it's a very niche uh scenario for very deranged individuals but uh going back to the, the
0: point of the decoy my fucking headhunter costs your full kit
1: your headhunter has 8 shots okay your headhunter you is the all only- of it.
0: Your your agent that you're
2: talking about has the most expensive utility in the entire game, Cass. a fucking large-ass margin.
1: Yeah, because you have yes. $100 a shot. You don't have to buy all of it.
2: Right, right. There are many. There are several agents. I don't want to It'd say be many cheaper. because I can look it at the stats. Cheaper. Most agents don't have to spend $800 for all of their utility, I think. I don't know if that's correct. Okay, I'll say at least several agents don't have okay. to spend $800. But I don't think it's a problem with Yoru because... In many rounds, either you're getting a TP back from getting two kills, or you're dying before you could realistically oh, use the second TP. Hmm. Okay. Oh, that's well, oh, it's Cass- so interesting, Cass, how we played a game together recently where we lost Hunter, round Hunter one.
0: Did, Hunter did top frag as you in one of the games. Yeah, to I, uh, I, wasn't even gonna,
2: I wasn't even going to say that. I was just going to s- talk about the round where we lost round one. Round two, I had a stinger, no shields. I got three kills, and we won the round, and I got a TP back. A little odd how that actually works, despite what some propagandist on this uh, podcast would like you to believe.
1: I just like the not buying anything round two.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a a good way to go. You buy down to like 41 or 4,200 credits. I mean,
2: hot takes aside, unironically, frenzy round two on offense is pretty hype. Yeah, I like like frenzy round two. Frenzy and No Shields round two is
1: specifically basically. in like the silver one range, a lot of teams don't buy up round two even if they win.
0: Yeah. I, I have been okay. I have now, maybe, maybe since our podcast came out and in which we talked about that shit, I have been seeing it a lot less.
1: I I have been seeing is it just the same amount. There? I because well since our podcast <laughs> came out about it and I realized how fucking pissed off I was, I forced my fucking team to do it, right? As soon as round two starts and we've won round one, like pistol, I'm like, go fuck yourself. We are all buying. Anyone's not buying, I'm like, hey, Killjoy, why do you have still Why do you still have money? Buy everything you can. Everything you can. Buy it right now, right? I will bully the yep. rest of my team into buying round two and That's we will great. win it.
0: But Dude, Valorant like, oh, is toxic. If oh. I... Chase if i, I a <laughs> bully
1: i am the yeah, problem
2: a dark side of chase comes out when he plays valorant after the podcast
1: <laughs> but if they're if my team loses round 1 i see a lot of teams like still not by round 2 If like the other team the team that actually won pistol
2: that, that i i agree that you know it it is very nice when the other team fails to make that obvious economical decision and your team you know you bully them into doing the right call um
0: but if if you guys
2: don't yeah if you guys don't mind if me once again going back to the decoy after many lovely tangents hold on can i just
0: throw one little thing out there before you go ahead go ahead okay cool i have started when i notice that the team in the first half does not buy in on the round two after they win pistol yeah. Now, of course, this only comes up when we lose both pistols, in which case, you know, kind of an L. But um, on the second half, I'm like, "Yo, guys, like, they didn't buy after they won pistol last time. We should buy in." Yeah. And I started doing that, and I'm like, "Hey, guys, like, they didn't force last time. Like, let's get some specters. Let's get some light shields. We'll fucking roll them." And that has actually won me. A good number of rounds since I started paying attention to that, and it's just a little tidbit that, like you know, maybe, maybe you should keep your eye on the other. If the enemy team isn't buying in, you should you should abuse that. Absolutely,
1: yes, Hunter, and then because you have a, you have a free two rounds then. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. So uh, back to what Cass is saying is his criticism of me not using my decoy is valid and i've been playing with Cass and chase both over the past several days a bunch more than i was in previous times and some on my own as well and over the past like day and a half two days i've really started increasing my use of the decoy but yeah the first couple of days i was grinding you know i was uh you know just not thinking to use it in situations where it would make sense and i'm looking to improve that Um, one of the big things, there are two things that I've really noticed when I've been starting to get in the headspace of thinking, when is my decoy useful? One is that you do actually have to be kind of careful with it when it comes to very close angles, because like one, one scenario I encountered is, you know, if I'm pushing hookah on bind and I throw my, my, uh, decoy in first and I follow shortly after, and let's suppose someone I throw my decoy closer to sight, and my decoy spots someone close left, and I'm to my left of my decoy. Then, when my decoy goes off, I get flashed as well as the person who is you know my decoy has who, who shot my decoy so I've noticed that there are some scenarios in very tight quarters where my decoy can be a detriment to me or my team in flashing them uh as well as the enemy team, so that's one thing I've been. You know, having to take into account. And then the other thing is, on the positive side of just, there are so many really cool plays you can do with your decoy. Like, one of the coolest ones that I have yet to get a kill off of, but I've practiced in the in customs with just myself, is if you fake your TP along with immediately activating your decoy from that location, like right after, it really looks like a Yoru just teleported in there. And you can be playing across from that, and then get the kills from that. So, like, yeah, if you decoy use those in so combo, sick.
1: if you if yeah, you can uh, fake TP and then send your decoy out, that's that's a sick play.
0: It really one is. The, one of the things that I've been waiting for Hunter to do, and I have yet to see him do, is be in front of his decoy. Yeah, here's the, here's the thing about
2: that, Cass. I was actually talking to Kill Magruder about this in chat before the podcast. He was he was saying, "Have I have I ever done?" The, you know, pretend to be my decoy and the be in front of my decoy is an extension of that. It's just a little bit less hardcore. And the problem is right now, everyone is still getting used to there being a Yoru decoy. So I very rarely see teams not shoot a Yoru decoy unless it's like walking in such an angle where it's extremely obvious it's not a decoy. So I've been kind of waiting on any of those tricky plays because I feel like people are just going to shoot the first thing they see. Uh, and, you know, it's gonna just be a fat L for me. So I'm gonna bring those into the mix, but only after the Yoru mains of the world have conditioned the world to expect the decoy going in
0: first. I, I am still in the mindset of like, I see Yoru, I shoot Yoru. And Mm. I, I also play the two agents who can get the fuck out of dodge. Um, if, if it is a flash, but like I'm not gonna be in someone's fucking YouTube clip. Like, yep. that ain't me. Like, <laughs> You're going to shoot it. Nope. I'm I'm fucking shooting that bit. If it comes out, it's getting shot. Um, it's getting and shot, the, and you know, the thing is, if, I,
1: if I shoot it in the head, then I can just turn around, because either I've killed the Yoru, and it doesn't matter, no one else is peeking me, or I'm not going to get flashed.
0: Well, the other, like, the main thing for me is, because I can either teleport out, or dash out, depending on which agent I'm playing. It's better for me to shoot that than just about anyone else on our team. Because, if, well, I
1: mean, if someone if someone's behind you, then they're fucked too. Okay,
0: yes, obviously, if someone's behind me, they're getting fucked. Um, but you know, not my pig, not my farm. Uh, kind of
1: your, kind of your farm.
0: It's kind of my farm, but it's definitely <laughs> not my pig. Uh, <laughs> um. But, yeah, big big thing here is, like, assuming, assuming we're on defense here, right, I'm probably holding a different angle than the rest of my team is, or they're jiggling a different angle than I am. It, it makes more sense for me to shoot it, because if it is the flash, I can teleport or dash into safety, um, and I'm not going to get punished for shooting it nearly as hard as pretty much any other agent in the roster. Um, so I'm still in the mindset that, like, I see the yoru come out. I shoot the yoru unless like unless it's doing some dumb shit and like I'm still waiting for the day where like I just see a yoru actively just like, you know, gun in hand running into a corner and I'm like, "Cool, that's the decoy." And then someone's going to U-turn and shoot me. But like that will you gotta happen be at least once to you. It it will happen sometime in my Valorant career. There is no doubt about that. But like for now i'm pretty steadfast on the monkey brain attitude of i see yoru i shoot yoru
2: yeah that's that's kind of what i'm saying from the opposite side of why i haven't yeah. tried a lot of creativeness in terms of
0: pretending to be my decoy yet
3: mhm
0: like i i do see that logic i just feel like there you know there, there's a learning curve right and yeah. you got to fall Or you can get back up. And I'm saying perhaps now is the falling stage where you you try things out and, like, and, uh, okay, this is actually, like, a kind of a philosophy for any game of Valorant is, like, you you, got to push the limits, right? You got to see what you can get away with.
2: Well, the biggest thing um, along those lines, Cass, is, you know, I should, I think I should consider trying this in situations where um, my team has money. And um I'm like the last one alive in like a one v four. Or in situ or in situations where the game is like, you know, we're down two eleven. Like, you know, it's gonna take some wacky shit to win the game regardless. Like I should look for those opportunities as times to try it. Where I'm not gonna be throwing if it doesn't work.
0: Right. Because like I, I, I do think and this was more so getting back to like my original point, but also like I'm agreeing with you here is, like, it if you don't... I, I guess this more ties into the, like, the philosophy that I once heard, like, if you ask for something, the worst they can say is no. And, yeah. like, bringing that to Valorant is, like, it, if I don't try stupid shit, I'm never gonna know how the enemy team is gonna respond to that. And so, every yeah. once in a while, and like Hunter's saying, be it you're you're down a lot in rounds, or you've got a fuck ton of money and you're one v four, the round's kinda lost. Like you you, you should try this because I, if you never try it, you don't know if you can get away with it.
1: I agree. I uh-huh. think your stubbornness is the problem. And I know this has transitioned a little bit away from, from Hunter's progress on Yoru and into the exact same conversation we've had bash and Cash or Cash for like <laughs> fucking ever. Um but the stubbornness is Fuck the you know, the the enemy jet got the, the one tap on me last time, but that was fucking a that was a fucking fluke. You know. Of course it was a fluke. Yeah, of course it was a fluke. They're not that good. Right? And then, that. and then they're you're gonna peek it again, and you're gonna be like, ah, oh, fuck I got one tapped again. Um and you're gonna be like Well, there's no fucking way that at this rank they're gonna one tap me every time I peek this angle. So I'm gonna have to get like my break at some point, right? It's the stubbornness.
0: No, 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 no. The second time I get one tapped in an angle back to back, I'm like, "Well, let's trade sites." <laughs> the second time it happens, that's great. Good. Yeah, going back to that fracture game that we we're bitching about earlier, actually, uh it's something I noticed when I was walking through the the timeline. The Reina on their team was objectively not very good. However. There was three rounds in a row, and keep in mind, Fracture, I very often vary my position more so than any other map.
1: Well, because you have like, more places to vary yourself, too.
0: Yeah, basically. Uh, but at any rate, I got one-tapped holding three different positions, three rounds in a row, by the Reina.
1: I hate that. I hate when you fucking get like, one-tapped by their bottom frag. Like, Dude. multiple times in a row, and you're like, what the fuck? You have four kills, and they're all me one-taps. Like, what? Like,
0: yeah. It was actually mind-blowing. It's like, okay, the first one, I miss my op shot. You know? It happens. I stuck. She one-taps me. Fine. Like, the second time, I swing the angle, and before I even know what happened, I've got a fucking bullet through my dome, and I'm on the other side of the map from where I was peeking last time.
2: Um, Unfortunate.
0: I don't all know all I can do is prefire, I guess,
2: okay, uh, I
0: don't know how I'm gonna tie this back into Hunter's current progress, but like dude, fuck
3: <laughs>
2: okay, I know how, yeah, I have a segue, okay, uh chase seems like he wants to expand on this more, and then I'll hit my segue,
1: okay, I was actually going to uh to hit a different topic I was gonna say, um something I wanted to bring up th- this episode was something that i it's just really been on my mind since like. You know, an hour ago when I played my last ranked game, which is what the fuck is up with the Valorant servers? Because, you know, Cass was saying it feels like you should hit that one tap. And typically you do. And, you know, a couple hours ago or an hour ago, you know, I was playing I was playing a ranked game and I was on, you know, Oregon servers. Right. Which is physically the closest to me where I live. Right.
0: We're like 14 ping on Oregon.
1: I'm on I'm on 14 ping. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Am I on East Coast servers right now? Like, I literally asked the rest of my team, what servers are we on? And they're like, oh, I think we're on West. I'm like, there's no way. Because I, I hit tab, and I look, and I have 97
2: ping. Oof. Oof size massive.
1: And we were on fucking Oregon servers.
0: I I haven't played today. So if there's something up at the servers, uh, I don't but know. But the
1: rest of my... My uh, squad seemed to not have the same issues. It I mean, could
0: just be our they, house's internet went to shit.
1: It could have been. It now, could keep have in been.
0: mind. Now, uh, chase, well, no, chase, chase no, no, no. no actually, no. Oregon and You're not right. the other servers. It
1: absolutely was yeah. not our house's internet going to shit because then at the end of that game, I hopped into party with Hunter and we were talking for a second and wet, like California West, was still on twenty four, which is typically hmm. where it is right california like nor- right. Northern California is typically twenty four for me while Oregon is fourteen, and yeah. everything else seemed normal, all of the other pings, and then Oregon was fucking yellow, like really bad um so sometimes the the servers just go to shit, and I yeah, don't yeah. know what the fucking problem is, but that game yeah. was fucked
2: yeah, and i will I will add on to that the fact that um I was experiencing like. Packet lo- I've been experiencing for the past, like, two weeks or so, like, packet loss uh, blips that seem much more severe than the graph would indicate. That, like, the I have the packet loss graph up on my screen at all times because for a while I was having internet problems with my home Wi-Fi. And I'll see, like, a less than 1% blip, and I will, like, teleport, like, five feet in the game. And for a while, I was like, oh, no, like, uh, you know, my wi- my new Wi-Fi setup must not be working either. And then I saw some pro tweet about the fact that it seems like there's some packet loss issues from Riot's end, from Riot's servers. So, I don't know. It seems like there are some issues plaguing the, the Valorant servers right now that, uh, you know, might not, yeah. might be, uh, take a while to fix.
3: Yeah,
1: I mean, there like, will, there there will be long. days, like, a while ago. I, I can't say any time, like, super recently other than today. Where I'll see like Oregon is just fucked, right? Oregon will be on like a hundred and twenty ping, and then Northern California will be the the normal twenty four ping. So I I feel like sometimes servers just go to shit. Um, but it, it was it, weird that it, it happened, happened to only yeah. me and not the rest Dude, of my yeah. team. The rest of my team was on you know twenty some ping, and that's fine. Sure. But typically I'm on fourteen to that server, and I'm I was just not. And it definitely yeah, wasn't I, just on my end because the rest of the servers were fine.
0: Uh, I was thinking that, like, when we played with um the other day, when we, when we were playing with uh Boof, his like when I died and I was like spectating him, he was like, "God, the game looked unplayable." When I was spectating him, like, yeah, he was jumping back and forth, left and right. Like, it 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 honestly looked. Genuinely unplayable, and I looked at his ping, and his ping read like eighty-five. And Hunter often agrees to play on high ping yeah. when he's playing with me. Like you yep. know, it's late at night. It's like yo, like just like just pick Oregon. Like I'll play on the high ping, and when yep. I die and I'm spectating Hunter, it's nothing like that. Right, yeah. right. So like I that that has been my only experience. I personally have not experienced it a lot. But, like, just spectating, this guy we were playing with, who was supposed to be on 80 ping, looked like he was on hundreds of ping.
1: See, I didn't even have that, I didn't have any jumping or anything. It was really just, I would be in a duel, and I would die when I'm like, I fucking shot them. And I would, I would see, I I hit them for nothing. And I'd be like, what the fuck, like, what do you mean they one-tapped me? Like... They hit me once in the head, but it seemed like I shot five bullets before they hit me once in the head. And and then all of a sudden I I would die. I would look at it I'd be like, "Ah, oh, fucking ping! Like, what the hell?"
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know how Hunter plays on the on the high ping, and like, a lot of this has to do with the fact that yeah, I play with an op quite a lot. High ping is just unideal. Like, if I'm over like sixty-five ping. I typically don't even bother with an op, like.
2: Yeah, and that's a big reason why I agree to the hyping.
0: Yeah, it's just like the the op just doesn't work on that because typically I am the one holding the angle, and the other people are the ones peeking into me. And so, like with the weaponry I choose, low ping, fucking, is where it's at. But then I like I I have heard of you know like people coming over playing on high ping and you get like disgusting peaks because of the way peeker's advantage works and like just due to the way games are coded, there's kind of nothing you can really do about it. Um, I should, I feel like maybe I should try that out on like an alt at some point. I don't know how I'd even go about it, but I'd be interesting to see what it like, what it is actually like to play on,
1: play on a VPN. You know.
0: Yeah. Just like really high paying. Cause God, I, I remember like way long ago when I first started my video gaming career. Uh it's not a career, I've made no money off this for the record, but like I bought a PS3 and my buddy gave me Black Ops 2. Or sorry, not Black Ops 2. Modern Warfare 2. Like he's like, yo, I got an extra copy of the game. You just got a PS3. Let me give this to you. And the internet that we had at my house back then was so fucking bad. I'm playing on like kilobytes a second down. I don't even know what my up was. Um but like megabytes were unobtainable. Like my internet was literally fucking dog shit. And I remember having to lead people. Like I see the person on my screen and I'm aiming like five feet ahead. Like I'm shooting a bow and arrow and I gotta time it so that like that's when they're gonna get there. And I remember the day my dad upgraded our internet to uh like I want to say it was like 90 gigabytes down 90 gigabytes up does that seem reasonable or am my my numbers off I think your numbers your are your numbers,
1: numbers are, are way numbers are off.
0: off yeah cuz like 90, yeah no 90, currently, megabytes? Yeah. 90 megabytes, makes a lot megabytes 90 Mays. megabytes up, 90 Mays. megabytes so that's down still pretty yeah. solid okay like we got like the Verizon Fios fiber optics internet yeah. like it had been just introduced in our area And my dad's like, this is it. We're upgrading. Um, And I remember actually having to aim at people instead of way in front of where they were, or like, where they were going to be. And that was just mind-blowing to me. Um, And so I want to try the other end of the spectrum. And at some point, I would like to go back to trying that 120, 130 pin. Um, preferably not on my main, but, like, see what it's like. You know. Yeah,
1: maybe I'll just VPN over to, like, the Philippines and see what the fuck happens. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, currently, Caps, we have gigabit internet, so you definitely did not have 90 gigabytes growing yeah, up.
0: cool. No, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Numbers numbers, and metrics are... Okay, cool. So, um, Hunter still sucks at Yoru. Cool. Um, Icebox.
2: Oh, can I say one more thing about Yoru? This will be pretty quick. Yeah. No, mind? not a lot. Icebox.
0: All right, Hunter, go
2: ahead. <laughs> yeah, and that's that uh, Yoru's ult with the change is more OP than I thought it would be. And that's saying something because I was excited for his ult. That I was most excited about the potential to use utility out of his ult, which I have been, you know, steadily working into my repertoire. But my thought with the ult was that, yeah, the ability to see infinitely will be good. However,. I make such a loud sound coming out of my ult that like, you know, if someone's anywhere nearby me, they're still going to hear and like flick to me. However, in my experience, that's absolutely not the case. Because you can, because before, (laughs) well, not only can you flash them, but like what I am really realizing in retrospect is that before the change, there was such a small window where you could see the other person, but they couldn't see you. Because before someone would see the blue gooey stuff around them, meaning that a Yoru was ulting near them, they would turn around, they would see you, and then now they're hyper aware to the fact of, exa- of you know your exact position. Whereas now, I can just cruise up behind people and pop out of my ult, and half the time they don't even turn around. Even if I don't flash, and even if I do flash, a lot of the times, even when the flash goes off, they know a Yoru's ulted. They know there's a decent chance there's a Yoru behind them if they're thinking about it they're not even paying attention to it not to mention one really cool synergy i found that i probably won't get to use all that often because not many people play astra but that's with the astra wall if my team astra walls to take a site i go behind the astra wall and i see someone pushing through the astra wall i can pop out of my ult right behind the astra wall they don't really hear me coming out of my ult then go through the astra wall and kill them that is so much fun the ult is amazing that's really all i have to say there it's just
0: my god, the buffs are even better than I thought for the ult. I was gonna say I haven't died to an ulted Yoru yet. And like oh, I have for there have been sure. multiple times there have been multiple times in which I should have. Because I'm fucking stubborn. I'm holding an angle with an AWP and I see the Yoru blue shit in my face and I'm like fuck you. I'm holding this angle. Somebody is going to peek from this angle, and if mm-hmm. I die, I die. And so far, it's worked out in my favor, and I have not died to an ulted Yoru, and I've gotten a kill on somebody trying to push in while the Yoru pops out of his ult. That being Uh, said, you
2: also play Chambers, so you can take the shot and then TP to somewhere the Yoru's not expecting as well.
0: Perhaps, yes. Yeah. Um, A lot of the times, the way it works out is, like, my other TP anchor is, like, either I TP'd out already and I grabbed my anchor back, or my other, like, I have had so many situations just, like... Based on where I place my anchors to be really hyper-aggressive, like, pre-round. Um, my other anchor is
3: just in, like, it's not safe to go there. Because, like, I know where my anchor is, and if I TP there, I'm going to have fucking four guns staring me down. Um.
0: But okay, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I want to talk about Icebox, because... I actually got the chance to play my first game on the new Icebox.
2: Ooh, let's go. I've had have two you... games. I've had
1: two games okay. on Icebox since it's been, what, oh, eight days since this update came out. And I have played twice. I've played almost every day.
0: I was going to say, I've it... played at least two games a day, and I've only played one Icebox game. And like,
1: It's kind of ridiculous how...
0: I feel like people haven't been dodging it either.
1: Well, yeah. I've I've gotten a few dodges on Icebox that mm. I was like, fuck, I want to play Icebox just cuz I want to see the fucking map cuz I'm you guys know I'm not the person to go into a fucking custom or whatever and and figure out the how the map looks. I I'm just going to do it in ranked. I'm just like fuck it, I don't have the time. So I I haven't really seen it other than the two games I've played, and it was nice playing the two games. I think I won one and I lost one, but um, like I, I like I like the changes a lot. Defending B site sucks compared to th- how fucking easy it was before. Yeah, but like, I think that in general it is a much much better site.
0: Yeah, it sucks when I'm on defense. That I will admit, because it's not just like. It, you know, sucks, in right? it yeah, sucks in yeah, comparison,
1: right? It sucks in comparison to what it was, which is that it was so easy just to look at the, as a single sight line down B long. Right? But yeah. now there are multiple sight lines they can peek from, and that actually makes a huge difference. There's two, right? There are two angles you can hold there. And if you're holding one of them, then you they might peek from a, a third, right? If you're holding the angle from garage, then they might be they are able to cross into uh into the close angle of belong without you seeing them because of the box. So it adds a lot more variability of where people can be peeking from, and I actually in really really enjoy that. I think it's
0: a good fix to the site. Hunter, have you played Icebox yet?
2: Yes, I have played a grand total of one game on Icebox. Um, yeah, and that—that and that was the game with uh, yeah, that cast. That was the game with you, where the uh, jet said their parents were cutting off the internet, as we referenced earlier in this podcast. Um,
1: and you had a comeback, yeah. right? But you ended up losing that game, yeah, because yes. the jet went AFK. Yeah, yeah,
2: and I feel I will say that. I kind of miss yellow. There've been, I feel like it's kind of unique having that slanted angle there. That's just a little bit, you know, interesting and awkward to clear in combination with B long. And the fact that yellow is now a more, you know, squared away, 90 degree angle kind of situation. Um, it's very disorienting and I don't, I don't love it.
1: See, but I, everything still else see about the- I still see a lot yeah. of retakes from mid where yellow is still a strong position.
2: It still is a strong position. It's just that I have some sentimental attachment to the old yellow. I don't really think this is like a, you know, a objective criticism that the new yellow is worse. Um I just thought that the old yellow was really iconic and seeing it go is like watching a legend die. Um But that being said, um, I think that the changes of sight and of be long are really good because they just add a lot of variety. And I think that's a, a very positive thing. It, it's incredibly disorienting though. I mean, I've played more death matches on icebox than I have comps by a vast margin. And Cass and I were actually agreeing about this. The amount of times yeah, we, I spawn, we actually did
0: talk about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And the amount of times I spawn like under, under the B plant rope, site,
0: you know, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I think I'm spawning on B long, like in oh. cubby. It's like it's very disorienting because they've removed the signature box that you always used to plant behind, and now you're in this cubby, and you see a wall op- opposite you. So you really think that you're in B long, but no, you're not. <laughs> you're on site. <laughs>
1: hey, yeah, that is yeah. disorienting because you're not on not only that, but you're yeah. actually facing the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. you're you're facing north, quote unquote from defender side right right yeah that that is yeah. disorienting i i haven't played any death matches on icebox since but i could see that being the same
0: No, i i thought and th- this is something i actually made a reddit comment to. um i was under the impression that like okay that little cubby that now exists there and like the rope is still there i was under the impression that rope was going to be gone When the icebox changes were first announced. Mm. So I actually thought that that might play a much bigger role than people, or, well, than what it ended up being. Because when the changes were first announced, I was under the impression that, like, if you plant up high, and the enemy team doesn't have a character that can, like, take a height, that, like, if you wanted to defuse, you were going to have to go through kitchen.
1: That would just be OP. Okay. Wow. Like, that that would be.
0: Yeah, no, dude, that'd be fucking strong as hell.
1: That would be so you fucking know, To strong. be honest,
0: though,
2: like, in would... most post plant scenarios, you're holding yellow, whether it's new or old yellow. And, you know, someone's going up the rope there is very easy to shoot. So I don't know how much difference that would make, but I understand. No, no, no. That no, no, but what I'm saying the is, if,
0: team, the if your team
2: planted up high, right?
1: There's only was one thinking, angle of attack. Oh, I see. What okay,
2: use. Yeah, yeah, so you so you plan up high and you hold kitchen. So you push yeah, yeah, mid initially. Yeah, yeah. I didn't okay, know I that that,
0: that rope was still there. Mm-hmm, um, no, so I was no. under the impression that like, dude, holy fuck, a viper's just gonna like you're just gonna take kitchen. A viper's gonna fucking an alt and kitchen, plant high nest, and then that alt just goes all the way through fucking hall like halls or whatever, and the enemy team's fucked. Um that would be I'm very glad. I'm very, very glad they kept that rope there.
1: Well, of yeah. course. Um, like there's no way they wouldn't. Like without that rope there, it just makes that site fucked. Because you can sage your you can sage wall yourself up there, too.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Imagine sage walling yourself <laughs> up and then
2: That makes Sage an even even yeah. more of a must pick on icebox. <laughs> exactly.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. You're just making Sage so OP on that on that plant that it's ridiculous. Even though they took away that box, which you know, was default plant before. Um, hmm. I don't know. Yes, I do. Okay, even
2: the... even though, go ahead, go ahead, Jace.
1: I was gonna say I was most disappointed about the fact that when I'm going to play B on defense that I can't jump on that box on my way there.
2: Understandable.
1: You know, because everybody fucking jumps on that box, and don't lie to me and te- say that you don't. Is that when you're when you're going to defend B long, you jump from the the top like you go through kitchen onto that fucking box and then down for no fucking Uh, reason whatsoever but you you do it anyway
2: i until this Yorubuff buff was a sage main who always played kitchen so i didn't know about such advanced techniques but i'll believe you on that
0: i also was going to say that because of the way in which i set up my chamber tps on b site i actually did not do that
1: (laughs) (laughs) no that's just the route to be long
0: no, 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 When I'm jet, 100. I well, I float over to that box. I don't jump onto it. But yes, <laughs> like, when I was jet, I was it's banned over to that from box. pro
2: competition for using illegal uh, methodology.
0: There, Cass. <laughs> well, actually, can we have we talked about that on podcast yet?
1: I mean, I think we I have. Think but but that fucking the G two thing is fucked. So we're yeah, gonna okay. <laughs> we're gonna not talk. Yeah, we're, we're gonna
0: come back to this here. Look, it's a fucking character's ability. Yep. And now I know I'm, I We've know talked. We've talked about check,
1: it. I'm sure. But the the whole like, fucking G2 map what? veto thing is yeah, absolutely insane.
0: Like, like just okay. Like I, I mean, just fucking like patch it out, or it's a thing. Yeah. One of the two is, is at this point where I sit on it. Now I understand, Riot is perhaps not happy with people spamming crouch jump to get up there. Perhaps they consider that to be a bug. Um,
3: then
1: patch it the fuck out.
0: Then get get it out of there, right? Make that box higher.
1: Yeah, so that's that what no, I think. No- make make the box like a a fucking millimeter higher so that it's impossible.
2: My my understanding is that they will not ban anyone who crouch jumps up into that position unless they are jet. Unless they're. Okay. So
0: the thing is, you can do it as jet too. You just can't use your passive,
1: which is stupid. That's what what I'm saying.
2: And that, that line to draw of, you can crouch jump as an agent other than jet, unless you're using your passive. Like that's, that's the stupidest, like small
0: line in the sand. It's ridiculous
1: because jet has a passive. As the only character now, that has a passive ability.
0: I believe other characters in the game should probably have passives, and it's kind of mind-boggling to me. Okay, I guess technically Viper had her own passive at one point, uh, being that she didn't take decay damage in her own smokes. Uh, which has since been changed, so that like the team doesn't take damage in your own smokes but like
2: theoretically phoenix having healing from his own stuff is a passive because it's not actually mentioned in his abilities okay (laughs) no
0: but like jet's passive is very specifically explained
1: and even an ability right right like it is explained in jet's abilities that she has that passive
0: yeah like it it, it, it's fucking mind-boggling to me because like if if they're so stuck about this one jump that jet can make and that every other character in the cast can make. But Jet just has an easier time because of her ability. Like, what's up with the server jump on Icebox a site, Where any character can use rope shenanigans to maintain momentum to make that jump. It's just easier on Jet and Neon because they have this.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that like, it's stupid that, that Hayden right? Seasight has this shit that Riot is like, no, you can't do that. I, I don't understand because you literally put Jet's passive in the game and it should be easier for Jet to get onto shit b- because she has that passive. That's
0: the fucking point of That's it. That's the fucking right? point like,
1: of Jet's passive ability. Like, it's ridiculous that it is an actual like thing that people are being banned for. Like, kicked out of tournaments for. Or, you know, in in this most recent example, you know, they don't get a map veto in their next game. Like,
0: what was what was the deal with that? Oh like I, I don't know. I'm not up to date on this shit. Oh, G
1: two used it in uh, a game against what FPX? Um
2: I
0: think that's right, it's... FPX, yeah.
1: And they oh, then on. Yeah. This is the this last is EU time volume. the last
0: time I heard about this jet shit was also with G two.
1: Well this is two weeks ago. Right? This is two weeks ago uh in Nookie. Is it Nookie that plays Jet for G two?
0: Something like I think that. So, but it could um, be.
1: I, I'm fucking not a pro. Yeah, so I don't know shit. Yeah. But um, yeah. So this is a like he used it to get on top of the box in Haven once, and that he got a like G two got a. I don't even know how to describe it. Like they didn't get a veto in their next game.
2: They got a ban-ban. They got a a ban-ban. Yeah, they got a ban-ban. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so they couldn't veto a map in their next game, which happened to be against Ascend this week.
2: Okay. Um, Yeah, and to me, that's part of the problem. Why are you so inconsistent? Disqualifying some teams from the whole map, replaying the map in Champions, and then, oh, well, you lose a map ban? Like what the heck? Oh, okay, wait, hold well, on. Well,
1: just in, in things in general, like wh- you yeah, have the to. The last be time this
0: came up was in this, or the last time I heard about this coming up was in the Sentinels game. In, and They paused Atlanta. it for like
1: forty minutes. In yeah, and which Sentinels? And yeah.
0: what Sentinels are just like, did we don't give a fuck if he does that? Like that's fine. And then yeah. game kept going. Like no, nothing, no harm, no foul. It's just yeah, he supposedly used the bathroom and downloaded to his brain
2: the entire strat book of the enemy team. So the Furya fans were super upset. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, it's it's uh,
1: fucked. uh, I don't understand this at all. But like, I the fact that here's the thing: with any other character, you have to do some really wacky shit, right? You have to.
0: It's a strafe strafe crouch jump.
1: You have to strafe crouch spam jump to get up there. No, no, you don't.
0: You don't spam jump on other characters. Jet's the only character you spam jump with.
1: You spam crouch.
0: No, you don't. You can do it with a single crouch on any other character. Yeah, I've you can you can
1: do it with a single crouch, but you have to do it so precisely. And oh, I'm yeah, saying
0: hard I'm, I'm saying that on jet,
1: jet you spam crouch. Oh
0: yes. When you said spam, spam jump. Crouch, yeah. yeah.
1: That that that's what I was correcting. But um you, you just have to release it at a very precise moment in order to get up. it's kind of like you're clipping up onto the box. And that's yeah, why I've done it that, once that's what Riot does doesn't like jet. is your kind I've
0: done of it once is not jet and it's hard as fuck to do, I'm not yeah. going to lie. It's not consistent.
1: Um, it's consistent as jet and that's what they don't like and it's it's fucked up that they don't like either patch it right. out, make the box okay. slightly higher so right. no one right. can do it or like
0: you know truck outside lamps on bind. Yeah. Jet's the only character who can reliably just get up there cuz you can fucking load on over from Haven or from Heaven. Um, you know what? I still can't do that one. I stuck. I can't get to the top of that fucking box just by floating over from heaven. But like, you could do it using Jet's passive, and Jet's the only character who can get up there without sacrificing any of her utility. I guess actually, Chamber technically could if he picks up his TP's pre-round, but like, you wouldn't fucking do that. Um, like I, I, I don't get it. Why is that allowed? But then like this one jump on Haven isn't. And if the whole argument is like, oh, it's the spamming crouch that we don't like, I haven't heard of them banning agents from getting on top of the default plant on A-Site Haven, in which any character can get on top of that shit by um, by spamming crouch. It's not a jet only thing. You can do that on anyone. Like, maybe that's just not as powerful and so nobody uses it, but like, like if the spamming Crouch is what they have a problem with, say that that's what you've got a problem with. And just be like, hey, you can't spam Crouch to get on top of shit. And then that'll be that. And anybody that does it, like, specifically in pro play, you're supposed to, like, this is quite literally your job. You get paid to play the game. And it's Riot's game, and if they tell you you can't do something, you should be aware of what it is that you can and can't do.
1: Yeah, that's the counter-argument, is that if it's a rule, you should know it, regardless of whether the but, rule is bullshit or
0: not. But this particular rule is stupid as fuck because I feel like they haven't properly outlined what is and what is not allowed.
1: Well, they they, th- they have, but they haven't been consistent in what the punishment is for doing yeah. it. That's the problem. They've outlined what's allowed and what's not, which it's allowed. You can do it as long as you either use an updraft if you're jet or you don't use your passive if you're jet. Right? It's allowed. But
0: I, I I'm saying I feel like they should get more specific than just you can't use your passive. Because if they're gonna say you can't use your passive, what is like does that mean using Jets passive to get anywhere pre round without using an updraft? No, not it's this
1: specific one. It is this specific yeah. place, and saying, that is the rule. That. They have it. That's not what I'm saying. Is that yes? It's bullshit. Yeah, okay. It's bullshit. But the counter argument is, it is a rule, and it's been outlined, and therefore players should know it and shouldn't use it. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we're we're like significantly over where when we. Typically, end the podcast. So I'd say we we yeah. start wrapping it up here.
0: Cool. Oh, um, good. we our last topic here that we really brought up was icebox. Anybody got any closing statements? Because I got one. If you guys don't have any, go, go for, for it. it, dude. It's a fucking godsend that that fucking line from like top of four ten to boiler is just not there anymore. Oh yeah, like, dude, that was so fucking bullshit. Like, it really was. I'm, I'm all up for one-ways. I like one-ways. I like You have to set them up.
1: Of, Use utility. You don't get yeah, a one-way like on the, the fucking map. I like the idea that
0: characters <laughs> are able to set up one-ways to be like, yo, if you try to push this, and you see that my smoke is here, and you can see that it's a one-way, and if you try to push this, number one, you're dumb. Number two, I'm just going to shoot you because I can see your feet. Now, the, the one on top of 410 was just fucking broken. It was and, like, there's no good way if you're trying to retake site for you to know someone's up there like it. Like, thank fucking God that's gone. I and that, agree. And,
1: and the little the little box on the right back side of a site. Um, underrated change.
0: I haven't, I haven't. Isn't that isn't that bangable?
1: It is bangable. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: But like, it's just something you got to bang while you're going into site.
1: Exactly. It's, it's just yeah. something because it was half cover. Right, it was like a little cart.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went up to like your knees or whatever.
1: Yeah, but that like now it's a full box. Um mm-hmm. uh, underrated change, honestly. I think I think that that's a that's a solid change to A site if there was to be anything. Uh, I think A say A site was pretty good, but adding a little bit more cover back there I think is is very nice.
0: do we think the site's more balanced now? Because I think like, so. Generally speaking, it used to be like you hit A until you can't hit A anymore. Like it was like yeah. we, was we like hit A, a until the enemy site. team. Yeah, yeah. It's like we hit A until the enemy team deals with it, and then we tinker with mid and B, and then we probably go back to A. Like, do we think it's more of like a fifty-fifty a now?
1: I don't. I think that it was like an eighty-twenty and now it's probably more like a 60/40. Um
2: I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah. But you know, I, it's I only always, been a
1: week and I've played it twice, so we'll yeah, see.
0: I've only and like I've only played it once. And like, dude, I've been trying to get games on Icebox, but like the RNG just has not been giving it to me. Maybe when Valor um,
1: institutes that uh like haven't played it in the last 5 rounds system. Yeah. You know, I I'm, I'm hoping yeah, that like, they institute that 'Cause uh I, I want it to happen. That that seems pretty nice.
0: Yep. I like having now started a job which sucks and been working I get like two to three games in a day, maybe. Compared to earlier in which like I could rail out like nine or ten. Um,
1: that's a lot per day buddy that's, <laughs> a lot shit. Shit. Yeah, but
0: that's what I'm saying because I wasn't doing Jesus jack first. dick I could just like knock out a bunch like I, I, I'm just you know I don't think it'll be that you know different cause like if I show up and I'm playing one or two games a day I'm not really concerned about what map I get I feel like it's like that's a big change for the people who are playing a bunch of maps in a row and they're like yo fuck dude I've played a stent like Five times in a fucking row, man. Like give me something new. Yeah. Obviously that's gonna be relevant. Well I but... just think
1: it's gonna be it's gonna balance out the the maps you get because there's not a time limit on on the system they they put out. Yeah. It's a game limit. So even like you know, yesterday you played a scent and icebox, you're not gonna get a and icebox most likely.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I'm out of beer, so we'll drink with you later.
1: Hey, that's my line. We'll drink with you later. (laughs)